Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a We got it that time. That worked. It's time for another week. <laughs> Happy. That was the quickest take two I've ever heard of. I, do, I, I just go. I shoot from the hip, Jay. You know that. Yeah, well done. Well done. It is Turkey Week, my friends. Uh, this is episode 452 for November 21st, 2016. Y'all going to gain a few pounds on this Thanksgiving? Gobble, gobble. That's right. Gobble, gobble, bakers. Makes me sad we don't have... Gambus here to do the turkey, the turkey cluck, the oh, tur, the that tur cluckin. so appropriate. The tur cluckin. <laughs> I'll do it if you want me to. It won't be the same, Drew, but I appreciate. This is true. But as you can hear, we have Drew. Hey. We have John. Hello. And we have Jay. I'm Jarno. And the the wombat said he'd be here. Said he might be a few mm-hmm. minutes late, so that could be tomorrow. We'll see. <laughs> um, but no. Turkey Week, video games. It's finally we're finally through the mess. There's a couple big ones left. We gotta wait for one of those over here because I cannot believe everywhere got it except the UK. What, what, are, you, what are you talking about? Pokemon. Oh, yeah. For some bizarre reason, although all of pretty much all of our games release on a Friday, that's releasing on a Wednesday. Oh well, wow. we already got Pokemon. Pokemon's out. Yes, I know. But we still have a couple more games to go. Before the year's out, and a couple of big ones too, you know, Final Fantasy, Dead Rising. Right? Mm-hmm. There's a couple left before we say goodbye to 2016. Could be one of the greatest years of gaming of all time. Lots of good stuff, but let's talk about what is going on, Drew. I know you've been playing something, but you can save it. And tell us okay, what the other things. You, okay, I will save that. Wait, what, tell me what it is. I haven't played it. It's Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh, okay. I Pokemon. I did not play much, so I won't be able to say much about it. Okay. So, um, played Mass Effect for Phoenix Down. Actually, played a, a good amount of that. Um, me too. That game. <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. I mean, let's just let's just say that game's wonky as fuck. Yes, it, it is. It, it's like. Every time I get into a fight, it's like I'm just like scatterbrained whenever I'm trying to fight stuff. And like, it's so fucking glitchy. Like, <laughs> there's enemies in front of me, and fucking Garrus is shooting behind me. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And it's so stupid. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to talk more about it on Phoenix Down, but I just, I just had to get that out there. Look, yeah. Mass save Effect. It, save it. <laughs> Mass Effect may be a great story, but that game sucks. 
you know, that's the thing about these remasters, because you're playing on the, um, the whatever, uh, the collection, right? Yeah, the PS3 collection. Did, did they, like, buff up the, the graphics a little bit here and there, like, make some mm, improvements? They did, right? No. Not at all? Not at all? I mean, I would say, I mean, everything looks pretty bland. I mean, how would they buff it up? I mean, PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 were pretty much the same. Mm, I guess, but it's not like they were pulling the maximum power out of the 360 or PS3 at the time. Well, they I will, be I'll, I'll out. say this. Well, I guarantee you when I boot up Mass Effect 3, it's going to look a shit ton better than what I'm playing <laughs> with Mass Effect 1. Ma- Mass Effect 2 was also on the 360 as well, right? They all three yeah. were. Yeah. They all three yeah, were. That's, like, that game looks like 10 billion times better than Mass Effect 1. Yeah, but they're I'm not, yes, they're, they're not going to go back and bother with that on the same generation hardware. There's no yeah. They should! I'm, they oh, well. should. They should put in the effort if they're gonna rebrand it and resell it again. Get no, they didn't. Money. They didn't really resell. It. They just said, "Hey, now you can play Mass Effect." Yeah, 1 because on you PS3. couldn't on the PS3 because it was. I don't even know how they got away with it because it was published by Microsoft. It was, but then it must EA have been a time the, or something. Yeah, yeah, bought the rights to it all. Yeah, but it was still weird. Well, it may have been weird, but uh, and then some other kind. I think Edge of Reality. That's a developer. Ported it. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I think they ported it. So. But yeah, played that. Um, played a lot of Overwatch. Yes. Um, I've got one of my buddies hooked on it now since Sweet. that free weekend happened. Nice. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are hooked on it now. <laughs> yeah. well, that, this is the second free weekend. This isn't the first. They usually they usually do a free weekend after they release a new character. They did it with Anna. They did it with Sombra. Mm. I'll tell you so. what. It's it just it's so funny. Because we've been playing the um, the new quick play, which only allows one character per team. Yeah. And as soon as we log into him, as soon as game found, Sombra was picked. Of course. Like of course, you couldn't yes. you couldn't even get to the character select screen before she was picked. I'm like, you guys have got to calm down. It's you, if you want to play as Sombra, Garrett, you got to play the no limit mode. That's the only way you're gonna play her. I don't. Really. I don't really like her that much. I. She's I'm, not I'm, my I'm style. Not a, yeah, I'm not a big. I, fan I like her. her. I like her a lot, but she's going to take some getting used to because whenever I play the game like semi-seriously, I have to always play different positions. I don't get to play Assault. So, I, I don't know. Like an offense hero that I can like put into that's not Tracer or uh, Reaper would be good. So I got I to gotta get better with her. Uh, if I'm playing offense, I'm playing usually playing Genji. Genji's pretty good. So, here's my thing. I, I know we exhaust Overwatch every time, but <laughs> nah, there, there's, really? something, there's something major that, that they did here. Um, they they not only released Sombra, but they also released a new patch that changed up a lot of things. <laughs> I saw you ranting about this, and it makes me laugh because I, I wasn't in the full email thread on Friday. But well, I, was, I mentioned this before you before you complained about it, but you must not have heard me. <laughs> I must have missed it. But um, but that's part of it. But I mean, I, I'm not worried about that. I mean, whatever. I don't give me loot boxes now. I can just do the the weekly challenges and get the the loot boxes. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of how they did to counter that. Um, but they changed both how fast ultimates charge. Mm-hmm. For everybody. For everybody. On top of that, they did May even more. Yep, she needed it too. Yes. Um, but one of the biggest things is that they changed the nano boost from Anna. So normally when you got nano boosted, you sped up like 50%. It's fast as hell. Now you don't speed up, and that kind of changes the entire meta of that game because 
if somebody's using Anna. Yeah. So if you had Anna on your team and you couldn't make it past this point, a nano boost would almost guarantee you to be able to push through it. Um, Now it's going to take a lot of coordination to actually do that. Because you know the best thing to do is is nano boost and have a Lucio speed yeah, boost you. That's that's a that's a new meta. Anna is so good that even with that huge nerf to her ultimate, she's still almost instant lock in most games. Most like 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 really high level games because she's really that good. But at the same time, uh, you need the Lucio to complement that uh, ultimate. Otherwise, it's just it's just really hard to use properly. And one of the bigger issues is, is that when I'm like the people I play with, as far as you know, just going, doing quick play, the people I'm getting ranked up with, and especially in competitive, nobody utilizes Lucio's speed boost at all. They use him as a standard healer, and he's not that good at healing. No, he's not. And you know, the, nobody utilizes that speed boost, and it kind of ruins it because you know, speed boost is actually more important. Uh, Lucio is not a single target healer. He's a mass healer. Like I'll, I'll basically out heal any single target healer playing as Lucio. So he is very good at healing. He just needs to be in that scenario where he can get a lot of line of sight to continuously heal people. But I know what you mean. Like if you want to heal one person, every other healer does it better. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that they changed was Soldier. Uh, he does more damage now. Yes, he does. Which means your Reinhardt shields are going to go down way faster. Yep. So bye bye death balls. That's not going to happen anymore. I had a blast playing as soldier. <laughs> but on top of that, to counter soldier, they made Farah. She can fly farther. She goes. She stays in the air longer. She can, if you actually manipulate her jump and boost well, she can stay in the air indefinitely without ever touching it. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. And I hate those people because there's very few characters on the ground that can counter her it, it used to be soldier until now yep no soldier still counters vera he so does but not as well not as well because she can juke the living shit out of him now i tell but, you uh, I the the torb thing where he go he gains armor all the time now fucking useless it, i don't know it, man it, it levels up so slow i uh, it just it, it doesn't matter it took forever to get one armor to armor thing. It's mm-hmm. it's not it's not even worth it. Like, well, that's the thing. It, it's on top of the ones that he picks up, right? So it's of, not well, just of course, that it's one. on top of the ones that he picks up, but it doesn't go up fast enough to matter. Yeah, but like he he can build torch faster now. He's uh, a his, little uh, bit, a little bit. Twenty five percent is a big upgrade in these kind of in games. the heat of battle. It doesn't feel that fast. It doesn't well, feel as fast as it should. It's not. It's not. It's not meant to be used in the heat of battle. And, and let's be fair: is. a level one turret building up a level one turret is useless. Yeah, it's it's more of a distraction than anything else. Level two turret is where it actually gets dangerous. But yeah, there's a lot of little balancing things that they put out, just like Drew said, and it changes the meta and what people conceive as a like the best strategy for certain situations go. And obviously, you add Sombra into the mix, and everything gets gets bonkers because she just hacks. And then just completely takes out an entire area full of abilities and ultimates, and they can't use them for like six seconds. And there's, you just kind of feel naked. Like you play a Reinhardt, you get hacked, you can't put up your shield even though you have it. You just feel like you're just kind of you, you have your pants down, and everyone's just laughing at you. Is, is what it feels like. It's terrible. I, I, before we move on, because I know we should spend so much time talking about Overwatch, I have one complaint about Sombra. Mm. Her gun is way too powerful. 
for as fast yeah, and as much mobility as she good. has, it's it's way too. They need to they need to nerf that gun a little bit. Because well, I think it has too much ammo. It has um, too much ammo. It has it doesn't have like a a bad spray. Like it can hit pretty good on about any target. And I saw it wipe out a diva's mech, and I'm like, yeah, that's way too powerful. Ah, the, the spread is pretty bad. If you if you try to get you get like mid range shots, won't land, and uh, you have to be pretty close. It's kind of like the tracer gun's range as far as that thing goes, but it's got sixty bullets. That's what the difference is. Just you don't have to reload for so long that it makes. Uh, yeah, uh, I was really gonna say you compare it to tracer's bullets. She reloads every like half a second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sombra's like. Okay, but Tracer has a faster rate of fire because she shoots 15 bullets from each gun, so she's out like that, you know, just instantaneously. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like her gun needs to be a little more nerfed or maybe have a little less ammo. Yeah. But yeah, that's enough Overwatch. That's your weekly Overwatch update. <laughs> and you, you forgot to mention the the arcade mode, man. That's the most important thing, I think. Yeah, they added the arcade mode, um, and to counter the whole, you don't, when you prestige basically you don't start back over with your experience you still have to get 20,000 experience to level up um well, it used to with be arcade... 23 yeah oh it's now it's just 20 now it's just so, it's flat 20 in yeah. in the long run you actually need about the same or less experience to get 100 loot boxes earned at 100 levels because you know you're getting you have to get like 3,000 less each exper- each level basically right but at the same time, it does kind of suck losing that first like twenty boxes, which come really fast. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the arcade mode is uh, really cool. They added a bunch of modes. They basically had a brawl playlist of all the brawls um, that they've released so far. Um, they have the the standard what used to be quick play, where everybody can pick fucking May if they want to. Um, uh, and then you know they got the three versus three, which is kind of like a Deathmatch. It's it's kind of like it reminds me of Gears of War multiplayer. Yeah, it's on different maps. Like they've got special maps for the one v one and three v three. Yeah, they're smaller, more contained maps. We played the um, the the mystery brawl where it would just switch your character every time you died. No matter. Who I actually you, really liked that a lot. Yeah, no matter who you picked, it would like pick somebody else and just keep throwing you back in. That fucked me up something fierce, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, they've done a big patch, and it's actually really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got my I got my buddy hooked on it. He he originally thought he was going to hate it because he he saw saw it from the outside looking in, and all the memes and all the oh, yeah, you know, stuff cool. like that. He's That's just great. like, oh my god, he's like, this is so dumb. And I was like, dude, trust me, just play the fucking game, and I promise you, you'll have a blast with it. And immediately he was like, I want to keep playing. So, so did he did he pick up a copy? He's gonna get that because it's like thirty something dollars right now. It's thirty five. Yeah, that's, that's a deal right now. Yeah, he, right now, he's, I think. yeah, he's picking it up. So um, yeah, I got I got another person to play with besides just Jay. Sweet. Um, played that. Played some Heroes of the Storm to get that Genji outfit. Yeah, I've yep. been trying. Um. What's really fun is that we got Killer Wolverine to play. Yeah, I think he's Heroes done, <laughs> Yeah. I, I think I'm going to have to talk him into it if I can't get somebody else to, to sit in a match. Well, cause he's, he's, he's like halfway done, though. He just needs like seven games. That's what I good. told him, and he's like, I really hate it that bad. 
Really? He does. Like, you don't. You don't even have to do anything. You just sit there. I told him if he would lo- if he would log on one night, we would just put the AI on like I'm super the best and just let him oh. kill us for seven matches. That'll probably work, yeah. yeah. Actually, as long as you, you're kind of moving around. Yeah, uh, you'll get booted for inactivity. Well, well, obviously, we'll click around and walk around the map, but just let the enemies just fucking kill you. I mean, yeah, that should end uh, probably in something like eight minutes or nine minutes, maybe. That's that's fine. Yeah, he really hates it. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That that's... that game is a very it's a very inoffensive game to my eyes because so I've... easy to pick up. Yeah, I love that game. <laughs> yeah, but he he really hates MOBAs. Like I've I've played Smite with him. I've played this now with him, and he really just hates that kind of game. Mm. Okay. Well, if there was a MOBA he could get into, it would have been Heroes of the Storm. I was so. gonna say, yeah, he's kind of he's kind of not gonna like any MOBAs now, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it just gets hard from there, man. Yeah. <laughs> I put like 30 hours in the Dota 2 and I have no idea how to play that game. I put 300 hours into Dota and I got maybe about average skill. I was still mediocre at best. I put so. an hour into Dota 2. That was downloading it and then I deleted it. <laughs> that's okay. what most people do with Dota 2, I guess. Yeah, that's, I, a, that's, the most, that's one of the most intimidating games in the world to get into. Somehow I tried it and actually enjoyed it, but... When Heroes came out, I was like, "Yeah, this is this is more my style. All, this is a little all, bit more simplistic." All Heroes did was was we played on the StarCraft map, and I heard the Terran theme, and it made me want to play StarCraft. <laughs> yeah, CB ready to go. <laughs> I played um, Senran Kangura. Oh, bon, bon appetit. appetit! Bon appetit! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the booby booby food game. So I didn't know this. I thought this was just another one of those, you know, no. San Rank and Gora no, games. Sir. I did. I did warn you, but okay. No, no, I, I knew it after you had warned me. I was like, dude, this is a rhythm action game. Uh, and then you're like, yeah. And you, you also said it's also bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, also did, bad. Did, did I steer you wrong? <laughs> I will put it this: I, I don't particularly think it's a bad game. Okay. I think that the I, I think the rhythm action part of it is okay. I think it's a little bit too easy to lose. Really? Uh, you, you fuck up like twice. You, well, you know what? You didn't. You didn't do good enough. So I need to explain this. We we've explained Senran Kagura before. <laughs> Senran Kagura. Sen, Senran Kagura. Booby yeah. game. This game features young women <laughs> with overly large breasts. <laughs> now you're talking. Who are fully clothed, but when they take damage, their clothes rip off. As 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 clothes do when you get into a fight. Of course, it's very realistic. Happens yeah. to me all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bone Appetite, which is the game that I've been playing. Not of my own volition, but for review. <laughs> he yeah. begged Be me quick for to it. point that out. He he <laughs> wanted it so bad, like he was just yelling at people constantly. Do you can do you have my copy of Senran Kagura Bon Appetit yet? <laughs> Every five minutes he was sending a message to Ken. It was difficult to watch, guys. It, it was. was so in this game, instead of fighting like uh kind of like Dynasty Warrior style kind of fighting, 
Um, this is a rhythm action game where you have to press face buttons and directions um, along with music. What kind of music? J-pop, like yeah, it's just, it's like standard anime techno. Kind of it, there's like there's some good J-pop out there. I like random ass Japanese songs sometimes and anime ass songs, sure. But these are bad songs. I never liked any of the songs that I played out of the the short list of song lists, which which is a really bad look. You gotta like at least one song out of like twelve songs. I don't know. So you're you're doing rhythm action basically. While in the background, there's two characters cooking. And you're cooking in a cooking competition um, for this old man <laughs> who is judging how well you cook. His name just happens and, to be Drew. Yeah. And depending on how well you do, um, the, the clothes start ripping off of your opponent. <laughs> This game sounds amazing. What are you talking about? So so the final round is basically one character without any clothes on cooking rapidly while while bad music's playing. Lots of jiggling jello to a rhythm to a rhythm action. You know, when you fight, I get it. You know, your clothes rip during conflict, you know, like I've seen I've seen videos before where people are just literally ripping each other's hair, their clothes and everything off. Okay, I see that's plausible, sure, why not? But while cooking though, how does one's clothes get ripped in the act of cooking? Well what happens is depends on what you're cooking. So the game is broken down into three rounds. Um so you will do a match and the first round is part of the song and then you're judged partially. Then second round judged again. Then the final judgment. The issue is is that whoever does well, the judge himself yells something and emits this wave of energy that then hits the opponent and rips the clothing. I need this power. I just I don't want to play any more of this game. <laughs> He's lying. He wants He's to play such it a fever. all the He's time. Such a fever. If you if you actually check Drew's PSN profile, he's already got the platinum trophy for this game. So don't believe his lies, folks. He just the he difference is I'm playing the PC version. Thank you. Oh, okay, sure. And I also made thirty cents off of a card that you got from it. Wow, fully so, you, buddy. Oh God. <laughs> Somebody sent me an email. That's his notification for it's time to play Bon Appetit. It's, it's time to play Bon Appetit. <laughs> but that game is super short, Drew. I played that game for like two hours, and I saw everything that game had to offer. So Yeah, I mean, much. trust me. I played that game for maybe 45 minutes to an hour. I did one story mode, and I was like, I think I'm done. Because I'm pretty sure all the story modes are the same. Uh, which I'm means good. I completely skip all the dialogue because it's fucking stupid. You saw the dialogue when we when we did that video of um, uh, Estival Versus. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad, it's bad dialogue. It's just bad dialogue. I How do they keep... This is like the 10th fucking game in the series. How do they keep making these? Because people Boobies. keep buying hey. them, dude. Who's buying them? Enemy titties sell. Like, if you... If we wanna, if we want to do, if we want our YouTube channel to grow, we just need to set every one of our thumbnail to something relating to anime titties, and I guarantee we'll get like a thousand new subscribers per day. Not to, easy. not to, you know, um, promote another website, but um, 
Patrick Klevik, who now works over at Waypoint with Austin Walker, he just did an interview with the guy who created Sinran Kagura. You should go read it because he, in that interview, he explains why he does what he does. I, okay. You know, I like that Give me guy. A too long didn't read because I want to know why he does what he <laughs> I does. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I keep hearing that it's really interesting because this guy doesn't do interviews because of the, the perception that you have about his games. Like, he's uh, never done an interview. You want me to tell you uh, a semi-direct quote because I don't know the exact wording that he used? The director of San Rancagra once said these words. Tits is life, ass is hometown. <laughs> That's the director of San Rancagra's words. Maybe he might have said breasts or ass or something like that in different, but life and hometown or something like that hometown. is his words. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what he said. And you know, I have to respect someone that really gets involved with what he does. Like whatever you do, shit, have some pride in it. Love what you do. I, I can respect that. That's fine. Even if I don't like it, myself. if he, if he, you know, if he, if he accepts it and he takes it and he, you know, he's right on there with it. Good, good for you, dude. I, I hate it. <laughs> like I, I, I can't. I feel so fucking awkward playing this by myself. Yeah. Just like seeing this on screen, I'm like, you have oh, to play God. with your girlfriend, your family, your relatives. <laughs> just gather them all together, and you know, when you're at that Thanksgiving dinner, you just you just boot up the Samurai Kagura games, just in the list. You know, you got you got to start with the Este verses first, and then go with the Bon Appetit. You know, uh, just just gather around. It's a, it's a jolly event for the family. Everyone will love it. Make sure you yeah. sprinkle in a little DOA Extreme while you're in there. Yeah, get the. I just, make sure you have the eight hundred dollars worth of costumes first, though. Oh yeah. That you, I just man, this is and like like if you do uh, well, like if you get a perfect, it shows like it just shows a it, it shows a small cutscene of one of the girls completely naked in a dessert. Oh yeah. Like lay, laying in a dessert, that usually covered with like whipped cream or something. I swear to fucking god, this is so disgusting. You you deserve it. That's what you I, wanted. Oh my god! I I like. I, I warned I just, you, Drew. I warned you. <laughs> the thing is, well, at is least like, it's like a short game, at least. Yeah, the thing is about the, that series, at least, is that the main fighting game part of them, the fighting is actually decent. Yeah, yep. it's, actually, it's actually pretty good. And one of the girls but, is in um, Nitro Plus Blasters. Did you know that? Uh, no. Yes, I believe the one with the mini swords. I think. Yeah, the Wolverine okay. chick. She's in Nitro Plus Blasters, which was not a bad fighting game. It was just real bare bones. It was actually pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I played that. <laughs> or did it play you? <laughs> At this point, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> he sounds a little traumatized, so we're going to have to get him more Sandrine Kagura games. Yep, next one's you. up. Next one's up on 3DS, I think. It's all you, brother. I don't How does you. Nintendo let that happen? That's a good question, actually. <laughs> Wasn't there? There was another game that I thought. How did Nintendo get this? Mm, it's probably this because this is the one that was a big Wasn't deal. There already, yeah, was there, there already one on 3ds? Yeah, there, there has been. been, there has been yeah, yeah, and the, and the PS4 version, I think. Yeah, the 3ds version was the first one, I think. Probably. Good God, yeah. I don't know. I just no, I I don't like those games. <laughs> I, it, seriously, I mean, it just—it makes me feel fucking awful. It's nice that on the the PS4 version, like I showed you, you could turn most of that garbage off. 
You know, I haven't looked in the settings to see if I can turn it off. I should probably look at that just to make yeah. sure. Yeah, you can turn all that stuff off in the in the PS4 version, which is nice because that game's actually a fun, like Warriors type game. Yeah. If you can get past all the bull crap. Mm-hmm. And just to be clear, if you do enjoy that stuff, bully for you, man. Like, good for yeah. you. I'm, gl- I'm, I'm glad these games exist. It's just you know we personally don't don't enjoy it too much. Is what it is. I, I, I don't, don't need that yeah. kind of stuff. I, I just don't. There's you know if if you want to look at anime tits, there's always hentai. Just go for that. There's a lot of it on the internet. <laughs> there's yeah, always sure. there's always just the internet. We're good. We're golden. Yeah. <laughs> um. Crap. I think I think just the Pokemans. Pokemans. The Pokemans. So yeah, I played Pokemon Moon. It's the same game. Um. Who'd you pick? Well, no, it's it's always night. Yes, so it's slightly different because of the time thing, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, so so different. It's a little darker hue. Yeah. So yeah. when it so when it's daylight here, it's actually night in the game. <sighs> Who'd you pick? I chose oh, fuck. I can't even remember the fucking name. The 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 the, the, the grass bird. The oh. grass bird. Wait, is there different starters in there? No. No, it's all the same. Well, then it's the owl, then right with the tuxedo. Yeah. That's not a bird. That's an owl. It's well, a, then that was a bird. Uh, what, what fucking planet are we living on where an owl is not a bird? I'm just saying, you <laughs> called it a bird. It's a fucking owl. Well, it is a bird. Still, if you if I said, hey, there's a bird in the tree, would you think there was an owl, or would you think there was just like a regular-ass canary or something? <laughs> I would think oh that... Ken just some... really wanted you to be specific about the type of birds, I guess. Oh, he has a goddamn tie on. Okay, Jesus! I chose the grass type Pokemon. You didn't pick. It's Poplio. also flying. Nobody it's picked, also flying type. Nobody picked Poplio. Because it's stupid looking. It's still it's a seal. Wait, did you what 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 did well, you haven't played it yet, right, Ken? No, I played about an hour. Uh, I okay, picked um, pick? the the cat, the fire type. The fire yeah. cat. So yeah, um, it's Pokemon. <laughs> uh. With a few differences, they they have changed some things up here. Quality of life, mostly. Yeah. Um, what's really cool is is when you fight a Pokemon, anytime you fight it again, um, it pops up the the different moves that you you have in battle. It will say if it's effective, super effective, negated, yeah. all That's that stuff. Cool. That's fantastic. I don't have the. 30 years of experience of playing Pokemon, so I don't know those things. Yeah. Well, even the people really that do happen. don't know all of them. Yeah, yeah well, you ran into a new Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah I, I ran into a new Pokemon that was primarily blue. Guess what? It was a rock type. The fuck? Isn't yeah, no. there, is there a new type? Because I know they did, like, they kind of add types. Because they have fairy to, like, X and Y, I think. And so um, they added anything new this time around? No, okay. no new types, as far as I know. Okay. Um, but they have changed up a few things. So every Pokemon from the beginning of time has been known that you're supposed to take on the gym leaders and then take on the elite four. That's the big thing. They changed that up in this one. Uh, now you have these, the, what they call challenges. Um, they're kind of like trials where it's, you kind of run a gauntlet and you fight like a boss at the end. Nobody uh, talks about is, Pokemon fight club. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, it, it, to me, it just feels like a a more cinematic Pokemon game. Um, there's tons of uh, cutscenes and dialogue and stuff like that. 
uh, they try to give it a little bit more character instead of you just being just some random kid who goes on an adventure. Now you're a random kid who goes on an adventure who talks to people. It's all in Hawaii too. Yeah, it feels like it's in Hawaii. It that that's what they're kind of. Does your does your character you. does your character talk or is he a silent protagonist? It is a silent protagonist. Okay. Um, but there's tons of customization. Like it's like you can change what like different clothing your character's wearing. You can change their hairstyle. All this other stuff. Um, and then on top of that, there's different ways you can care for your Pokemon. So even during battle, you can choose to. Um, care for them and it will come down on the, uh, on the screen. And you choose different utensils to like, you know, brush dust off of them and stuff like that. You can actually even remove status effects. Um, and this is done like in between rounds kind of thing. Hmm. Um, and the, you know, you can play with the Pokemon, you can feed them and you keep their affection up and they do what better in battle, more critical hits, stuff like that. Um, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really deviate far from the formula. I mean, there's a few new tricks here and there, like there's the Z power stuff where you can trigger a Z power that makes, does like this really big, you know, it can transform or in all this other stuff. Um, but they kind of added some of that stuff for like the mega evolutions and, um, X and Y. It's just kind of like adding on top of that. Um, they, I mean, they did do a, a pretty big graphical overhaul. Um, so now, you know, every Pokemon game, it seems like all the characters are like little fat, chibi people walking around. <laughs> now it's, they look like regular characters. <laughs> they look like regular ass people. Yeah, regular people. Um, the camera's more cinematic this time around instead of like an overhead view. Um, also, they don't shut the fuck up. There is a lot of dialogue. I mean, they they tried to make this feel more like a traditional role playing game. Yeah, where but they it, don't really have anything interesting to say. Like that dialogue in the beginning of the game. I said I played an hour. I played more like fifteen minutes. Well, the rest yeah. of the time was the conversation between the kid and his mother and the 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 dude that's running the island or whatever. The 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 Kahuna. The Kahuna. Well, not the big Kahuna. Not that guy. The not the guy in his. In you talking his, about the professor? The, the yeah, the professor. Okay. The guy that's running the poke. I ran into the Kahuna guy, and he gave me, or I found the rock, and then he gave the. He said, "I'll give you the rock back, or whatever." Right. But yeah, the the guy that's teaching you how to do stuff, which the game never taught me how to save, and I thought I had to get to a point to save, and then all of a sudden I accidentally hit the X button. And I'm like, "Oh look, there's the save button. Cool." Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's really hard to, I mean, I think it's a good Pokemon game. That's the thing about Pokemon games is they're always really good. Yeah. You know, they're, they're competent RPGs. Um, they do some really good stuff, um, and they just kind of add to it each year. And I think, yeah, if you're into Pokemon games, um, this is a must-buy. Um, if, you know, you're into role-playing games, definitely check it out. Um, what would you say to someone who has played basically every single Pokemon game until this point and has never really felt a desire to continue playing them? Like, start maybe like two, three hours of each game and then, eh, this, this game's not that great. Kind of boring, and then just kind of stop playing. Would this one be able to change their mind with these quality of life changes, you think? 
Not really. Not I mean, really. The, the core gameplay stays the same. Mm. You're still going to be Pokemans. Yeah, you're still going to be running around tall grass, catching Pokemon, raising them. They've done so many things to make it easier. Because like I, I started playing Pokemon like and the the DS, the original DS stuff. And um, what's really good about the last few games is the experience share. So originally they had the experience share in the older games, but it was just you had to have a, one of your Pokemon hold on to it, and they would gain experience even though they weren't used in battle. Now it's an item that you just activate, and all your party members get experience. And that has improved grinding Ten times better. What do you mean on the item that you activate? It just you just toggle it on, and then yeah. everyone gets it, once, everyone once gets you less experience. Up, once you pick okay. it up, just everybody gains experience. Yeah, oh, but okay. I mean, but yeah, the ones you don't use in the fight uh, gain a smaller amount of XP, but they still gain XP. But it's not okay. like World of Final Fantasy where, or is it the other way around? Like if they're in storage, they don't get XP. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. if they're in storage, you don't. They don't get XP. So yeah. it's it's the same as World of Final Fantasy. That seems all right. Yeah, and one of the great things about it is because um, I, I listened to the show last week, and you mentioned that Persona got on your nerves whenever you had to just choose a Persona to let go when you caught a new one, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon has always allowed you to automatically send it to a box, storage box. Good. When you I like one. that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean it's 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 a Pokemon game. It's it's really good. Um, they've done some. They've done a few things that I think people will really enjoy. Um, but if you have not been a fan of Pokemon games up to this point, this one's probably not going to change your mind. Still Pokemon. It's still Pokemon. I'm I'm I'm, I'm renting it because I play basically every Pokemon game that comes out. I give it a chance, but none of them have really stuck it for me. But we'll see how this one fares. Okay. But yeah, that's um. I think that's it. I'm trying to imagine. Did another review go live? See, I wasn't here last week. Mm. I can't remember. I can't remember everything I reviewed. I don't remember. Mm. Uh, yeah. Then that's it for me. Okay. Well, while you were going on, uh, Ryan joined us. I think he's here. I am. Hi. Hi. I didn't want to. I didn't want to speak up while everybody was deep into their conversation. Nice. Nah, some shit the fuck up. Anyway, also, uh, I know John's got to go soon, so we should probably talk to John about his game playing. Oh, yeah. Oh, this should be short and sweet, to be fair. So, uh, along with Drum playing Mass Effect for Phoenix Down, uh, we'll talk about that on the show. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything here. Um, I started two new games. Uh, firstly, Watch Dogs 2, which, yeah, that's not bad, is it? It's, um... I like that game a lot. I... It's, it, I'm not sure if it's a little too on the nose, but there are certainly some funny moments in it. Um, so far, I've only got the main crew that you start out with. I know that you can add more on as, as you uh, progress through the game, but um, I kind of like how it just throws you in straight away uh, to the story, uh, which, you know, it's unusual. It's kind of a, the first mission's like a tutorial, um, but it, it just gets straight on with it. No messing. You're trying to break into a server farm to wipe your identity and, and bang, that's it. Game's on its way. Um, 
some of the characters in the crew were a little. I'm not sure. I like the girl character. She seems all right. Um, and then you've got the guy with the funny mask on Wrench. Is it Wrench? Wrench is the best character. He's quite cool because um, he's really his mask that he wears. Kind of, it looks a bit aggressive because he's got these little spikes coming out of where his mouth would be and. Just um, uh, wait till you wait, com- wait till you get to is the he a, is he the gimp or something? What is this? No, he's, no, a, no, no. But he's, he's a real nerd. He's he's, he's a, a super a... nerd, but he's kind of like the punk rock nerd. So he's got like leather gloves and a you know studded jacket and all that stuff. But wait till you see his outfit at Swelter Skelter. Swelter Skelter. Do you ever like, see his face? No, uh, at least not that I've seen. Um, but there's a they do kind of a um, kind of a spin of Burning Man. Okay. And they call it Swelter oh, Skelter. Right. Okay. Um, okay. And his outfit at that particular thing, yeah, that's something special. Let's just say leather thong. <laughs> oh, oh nice. Yeah. So he's quite cool because he is a complete nerd underneath, but he looks he looks a bit, I would say, aggressive, but he's not. He's a sweetheart, really. He's, he's quite lovely. Um, but then there's this other quiet one, and he seems very awkward and... Um, I don't know. He's. I don't know whether it's the the voice actor playing him, but something's off about him, and I'm not sure quite what. They're but... they're, they're essentially the trading card stereotypes of nerds, is what they are. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but it's it's cool. I'm enjoying it. the The driving still is absolute ass. I hate trying to get away from the cops because it's really difficult. Um, they are really good at keeping up with you, and it, just uh, like GTA, you have to go out of a, a range. I have one to... question for you, John. Uh, how do you initiate question watchdogs? Do you have to do the whole GTA thing? We got to drive to a place and start the mission there, or how does it work? You can fast travel. Yeah, um, although travel? not to the mission, you can only fast travel to vendors, whether it be a clothes shop or a food shop or whatever, um, and they're scattered around uh, quite liberally, but mm-hmm. you can't actually fast travel to a mission so you can find something close to it and walk or you can get in a car and, and you've got a gps obviously and, okay. uh, and, and, and drive there um i would imagine there's probably fun to be had in driving <clears> but it's <throat> a bloody big map um so it can take some time uh but it's you know side quests are i've the first one is the one that everyone kind of falls upon when they start the game because the game directs you to it almost uh, and there's a side uh, quest that obviously takes uh, a ribbing at uh, Martin Scarelli and um, Wu-Tang Clan. Um, and that's relatively funny. Actually, there is a part of it that's really funny when he realises he's been duped by a soundboard. Um, I'm Bobo it's... Dakes, bitch! <laughs> it's... And I've, I've chuckled a few times at it. It's certainly a very different tone to the first game. Um, it is more GTA, more tongue-in-cheek. It knows what, it's, what it is and, and what it's doing. Um, but I've only played a few hours of it, so I can't really give a, a super-informed opinion. The, the story is moving on at a slow pace, but then, you know, it's, it's probably, I would say, it's probably a good 20, 30-hour game if you want to include some of the side stuff. So there's certainly plenty of content there. As I say, the map is huge. Have you, seen, um, have I, you done the Uber, any of the Uber missions yet? No, not yet. No. Okay, so there's no. one there's one Uber mission that totally sparked something in my nostalgia brain that I didn't remember existed. 
So you right. you you take this guy around looking for his robot, and the entire time he's making quotes from Short Circuit. And when you finish the mission, Marcus, who's doing the driving, as he's driving away, he goes, Los Locos kick your ass. Los Locos kick your face. Los Locos kick your balls into outer space. What? Nobody seen Short Circuit 2? I've, I've seen, I've seen I, it. I, 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 don't, I don't remember it, but I've seen I saw it. Oh my 12. god. That just... Oh man. So, alright, let me get this. Uh, like... Watch Dogs 1 was a very serious game, This right? game ain't mm-hmm. serious yeah. at all. You missed my say, whole conversation nope. about this, this last nope. week. Yeah, this this has to be... I mean, it feels almost like a parody of the first game. It is. Huh. It, like, there's... The, the only connection to the first game is the fact that you're still working for DeadSec. And... Uh, there is a mission with Aiden in it, though, isn't there? I haven't seen it. There's a mission Apparently with... Apparently he's the, in it. There's a dude... The dude from the first game with the dreadlocks, he's in it. And he becomes part of the story later. Um, Did the first game take place in New York? Uh, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, okay, yeah. and this is San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yep. Okay. And I, the world is pretty. The world is very pretty. It's I, I may job. have to play this game. I'm not certain, but the fact that they actually try to be funny in it goes a long way. It's a nerd funny. Like One of the reasons why I love Wrench is Wrench and... Um, Marcus have a conversation about halfway through the game where he's driving to a, a mission and they're having an argument about what animal is the most deadly and, and just his reaction to stingrays. He's like, that killed the fucking crocodile hunter, man! <laughs> it's just the dialogue okay. cracks me up. I, I, yeah, I, may, I may actually play this game. Not now and not this year, but sometime. Yeah, Definitely a very different tone to the first game, without a doubt. And, and it, it, it's all the better for it, I think. I think yeah. it's all the better for it. You've still got the weird dissonance between the fact that you are, you know, dead sick there for the people, but you're quite happy toting a gun if you want to. Um, and there doesn't seem to be any kind of... Um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking? Um I can't even think of the word I'm trying to think of. It's uh, There doesn't seem to be any... Uh, repercussion uh, for you wanting to kill anybody. Uh, it, not that there's not, there's not, and that's because they do it for a gameplay to allow you to shoot. But I'll tell you this right now: don't shoot. That game is so much more fun when you, especially when you upgrade your powers to like be able to call gangs and police on people. Mm. And just watching the chaos ensue, and especially uh, later on when you upgrade your stun gun, and it's just that game is so much more fun when you're not shooting people. And in fact, when I did one of the missions, like when I shot somebody because I had no other option, you just hear the guy come over my headset. He's like, "That better not be bullets out here." <laughs> like the okay, game encourages well, you that, not to shoot. So that's that's cool because you're you're kind of like a quote unquote freedom fighter that doesn't want to hurt anybody. Yeah, yeah, that's and there is there there is that. Except when it, you put a, feel, you, what does it use, an eight ball on a bungee cord? Yep, that's your, to but knock don't, the hell out of people? But don't think of it as like a melee attack. Think of it more uh-huh. as like an, an instant takedown. So like, that's what you use when you're stealthing. Okay. Yeah. But it's still, it's still a lot of fun. Um, I, I'm enjoying it uh, a lot more than I did the first one. And I didn't think the first one was that bad, but there was certainly, it certainly had issues. This is, uh, this solves a lot of them and it is a video game, video game. There's, there's no two ways about it. Um, 
So the other game I played is a bit of an old game, but it's uh, Technomancer. I picked it up really cheap. Um, and it was one of those games that I kind of, when it came, what, it was about four, four, five months ago it came out, I guess. Um, yeah. it, it was one of those games that had budget scream or scream, you know, scream all over it. It was, um, made by the same people who made, I think, Bound by Flame. Yep, I Spiders, think. same guys that made Mars Warlogs. They make a lot of really budget-ass RPGs. Um, so it was, but it, it looked kind of cool. Um, and so I thought, well, I'll wait till it goes down in price uh, before I check it out. And I, I picked it up for, uh, for about fifteen pounds. So for me, that's well, okay. I'll give that a shot, and I'm enjoying it. It's um, again got its flaws. How far um, are you? I am. I've done. I am now an officer of uh, the Mancer thing. I like the fact that all their surnames are their job. That's cool and weird. Um, so I'm Mr. Mancer. There is an Ian Mancer, which I found just the most <laughs> unvideo game name. Ian. <laughs> I <was> laughing about <laughs> this. Ian. Hi, I like Ian. How, I like how he said, I'm Mr. Mancer. Mr. Mancer. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, Mr. Mancer. Mancer. Techno Mancer. <laughs> So it's, uh, but I, I think I am, well, I've done a couple of missions for the first, per- the woman that you get um, okay. ordered to go and uh, do missions for at the beginning. So, you know, you, you pass your office as a test and then you, uh, you say, go see this woman and she'll give you more stuff to do. So I'm, I'm there essentially. Okay. I don't want to, I don't want to burst your bubble, but it starts it to, downhill. it starts to suck real bad. Oh, awesome! It's it it starts off with a bang, like that first mission. You fight the big mantis thing, and like this ain't bad. And you go to the city, you're yes. like, oh, cool, look at this, this is cool. And you're gonna be doing what you're doing right now for a long time. How long is this game? It's about I'd say between fifteen twenty hours, and it oh. feels all of thirty. Oh, okay. It's a it's a bad draw in the middle. It's a real bad draw in the middle. Okay, well that's worth bearing in mind then. Um, I'll continue with it until I get bored by the sounds of it. It'll be relatively soon. Probably so. the next couple hours. <laughs> okay. It sucks, awesome. too, because I like that game. I really did. Yeah, I'll get... It's, you really I like mean, Bound and Flame, too. I, I actually the, got to the last boss, but Bound by Flame. God damn it. I couldn't the beat The acting him. is terrible. That's a Spider's um, game, baby. Comically, co- comically so, though. It looks like they got half the development team to do most of the voices. Um, but, you know, I'll, as I say, I'll, I'll continue with it until I get bored uh, and see what happens. Uh, but that's, that, that's all I've been playing. Uh, Wombat, Wombat would it. appreciate the acting in Bound by Flame and Technomancer. It is up there with Two Human. Yes. Not Two Human, two yes. sorry, Two Worlds. Sorry. Yes, sorry. without a doubt. The, that's, you know, there's something about those games. There there's is. There's something about those those kind of like... Russian made or Swedish made RPGs <laughs> where like one of my, one of my favorites is, is risen. Like I am, I am a legit fan of risen and they're Some so bad. Way, boy. They're so <laughs> bad, but I can't help but like them. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are I, they like the power glove so bad or no, just, not that just, kind of bad. No, no. Okay. they I mean, I wouldn't say they're so bad. Like they're bad per se. It's just like if 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 they'd have had a better budget 
and maybe an extra year development time, you may have had a pretty damn good RPG on your hands. But the combat's always kind of wonky in them. You know, they're a little bit too ambitious for their own good, but they try. That's the thing I like about them. Like, I, that's why I love Risen, especially because I've never really seen a pirate RPG, and Risen 2 and 3 are basically pirate RPGs, and I was like, this is kind of fun. Yeah, I'm a secret fan of spiders. Like, I really liked Bound by Flame. I enjoyed Mars Warlogs, although it got the same problem as Technomancer. And I like Technomancer. Makes me sad. It seems, I mean, I've been enjoying it so far. Um, As I say, it's not um, super complex or super deep, but I am having an okay time. So I'll see how long that lasts. Um, But with Watch Dogs, which is, uh, again, uh, just a fun game. And with Pokemon around the corner, I'm not sure how, how long I'll, how deep I'll go into it. Pokemon! Pokemon! Alright. Uh, Wombat. Alright. Hi. Hi. Uh-huh. Hi. <laughs> um, I don't know if I've ever told, I probably have told the story on the podcast of the guy I used to work with that talked like that, legitimately talked like that. How did you <laughs> no, not, how did you not have a smile on your face the entire time you were working? Oh, we did. And he had the longest arms that have ever <laughs> existed. Like, just standing still, his arms, like, uh, I'm exaggerating, but almost went down to his knees. Um, is he like, I, I worked at Walmart with him. Oh. He'd be like, hi, guys, how you doing? Just going out to get some carts. <laughs> and, and then he'd wrap one arm around, like, seven carts and pull it into the... I was going to say, he was probably a great car crawler. Yeah, he was He was the guy that would get everything off the high shelves, because he'd just stand right where he was, and reach up and reach the top shelf. Oh, yeah, was, yeah let me get Slender that. Man or something? <laughs> he was born to work at that Walmart. Perfect. He was. Yeah. He was. It was... Anyway... All right, so what am I playing? Um, he never had to buy, like, extension cables for his controllers. Uh, like, when wireless controllers <laughs> yeah. came out, he was just like, ah, it's no big deal. He could play the NES Classic with no problems. Yeah, he doesn't even know where his remote control is for his TV. <laughs> Press the buttons, yeah. But anyway, um, so I've played, um, starting with the relatively minor stuff, I played... Um, a decent amount, actually, of Final Fantasy VI. Huh? Ooh. On, on iOS. Ah, uh, wait, wait, wait. Is the iOS port the one with the re- the new sprite graphics and everything? Yes. Oh, god damn it. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I mean, I, I, I never actually... It's one of the Final Fantasy games that I played, like, the first hour of and then never, ever played again way back when. And so I thought... You know, I, I bought it on sale last year. Last year after Black Friday, um, and uh, uh, decided I was going to get into it again. And uh, it's good. It's as good as advertised so far, at least. Um, I played Overwatch um, for the free weekend. I am the opposite of Drew's friend. I do not see myself getting into it at all. Um, it's not not that I'm saying it's a bad game. It's certainly a high quality game. It's just one of those games that I can look at and say, "Yep, I don't have enough time for this," <laughs> um, because the fact of the matter is, the amount of time I can already see I would have to invest to get good at it um, dramatically outpaces the amount of time I both have and would want to invest in it. 
Um, so, did you did you play with somebody like your friends or something like that when you were playing? No, I did not. Ah, you should have friends. You should have. That's that's how I enjoyed those multiplayer games, man. Well, so here's what you got to remember: ninety percent of the time throughout the week that I have to play games is while we're on this podcast. Um, so it's the thought of buying something to play with my friends doesn't exist for me anymore. Um, it existed for 25 year old Ryan. Uh, (laughs) 25 year old Ryan is just a memory now, but but 35 year old Ryan. Our Halo 2 days. Yeah. Um, so I was glad to have get or to get to play it, but, um, it's, it's not for me. Um, and then most of, the other time that I've had to play, I uh, red-boxed um, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. So um, I'm playing through the single player of that. That's, That's so a good game. That's so it's great. Um, it's a little jarring for me um, to play the the outer space flying stuff um, because I've spent so much time playing Elite. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, and they, they obviously control dramatically differently. Um, and so I'm like trying to, uh, get the handle of it and I'm like, wait, I can strafe. Yeah. I can just can. strafe in this, uh, spaceship. Strafe uh, in space. And that, that made everything a lot easier. <laughs> so, um, that's, uh, that's pretty much it for me though. Um, I'm, once I finish Infinite Warfare, I'm gonna, um, uh, well, actually I'll probably game fly Dishonored too. Um, I'm very disappointed I haven't had a chance to play that yet. Um, and it doesn't look like anywhere is going to have it on a good sale for Black Friday. Um, so I'll probably just game fly it. Yeah, it ain't no Titanfall 2. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's gone cheap real quick. Half yeah. price. 30 bucks. Yep, Half 30 price. Bucks. Skyrim, uh, Skyrim remaster is going to be 25 bucks at Best Buy on Black Friday. Well, that's crazy for that game. Jesus. Yeah. So, wow. Anyway, that's me. All right. Uh, Jay, what you got going okay. on? Sure. Uh, well, like like Drew said, I played a lot of Heroes of Storm Overwatch. Uh, some of it with Drew, some of it just with randos. I got my 30 games in with Heroes of the Storm when I worked out a system and could win a game in four minutes with some randos. That was fun. Uh, probably not going to play that game again, but I do appreciate the fact that now I have like double the characters that I used to. <laughs> so that's neat. Um, the game that I actually wanted to go back to after finishing up my... Um, review games, because I've been swamped uh, in, the, in the last month, is the Hitman games. Because uh, I missed the last, like, three episodes that came out because I was doing some other stuff. So I checked out the Bangkok, Colorado, and Hokkaido, which are the final three episodes for Hitman. And boy, those games, those missions are really fun. Like, each mission, well, it was, uh, has some, has some, like, side activity, like, weird stuff that I could do in it, or presented me in a scenario that I wasn't familiar with. That um, really just the Hitman games in general just has been really good. It's what I want the new Hitman game to be. It's what I wanted Absolution to be. And the funny thing about the uh, the last what was a Colorado mission is they actually made, uh, poke fun at some of the stuff you could do in Absolution. Uh, if you guys remember the Scarecrow thing that you could do in Absolution, if you guys played that game, mm-hmm. remember the Scarecrow thing? Yeah, anybody? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah there, there's something like that. Uh, and um, and when you try to use the scarecrow thing, is like this is too impractical. It wouldn't work as a disguise. It was tend that too much, kind of kind of poking fun at the the older games and stuff like that. 
I would say that even though the missions and the level designs are really fun and creative, the overarching storyline is kind of insignificant. Like, it plays out. Yeah, the cases are connected in some way or another in, like, one giant conspiracy of some sort. But it's nothing very... It's nothing impactful. Like, the story played out. I was like, okay, sure, okay. And that was it. That was the end of it. And I'm thinking they're going to do something like a season two on the same platform and continue the story from there. They've already confirmed that. Yeah, okay, great. Because that's what I want, man. These missions, the way they have spaced them out, because uh, we talked about the Hill Hitman uh, thing before, uh, when they decided that it was going to be an episodic thing. Basically, everyone here thought that was a bad idea, right? Uh, we all kind of uh, doubted that it was going to be a good delivery for the Hitman games. But it turned out to be almost like a perfect idea because of the way they kind of put out content uh, on like a monthly basis. You have so much time to kind of play around in that giant level that they put you in. And these things with elusive um, elusive targets that you have one chance to try to get or you know, custom-made uh, targets by the community, things like that. You can really delve deep into the Hitman series and just get a lot of, a lot of good quality time with it. And this one, definitely, after I finished uh, the first season, is going to be on my uh, top 10 list for the year, I believe. So, yeah, if, you're, if you've been doubting the, the Hitman game and how it would actually end, uh, all the missions have been very good. I don't, I don't think there is a single mission in this game that I, I disliked. Everything has something going for it, so definitely pick up the Hitman game uh, when it comes out in full, or you can just pick it up now. Uh, I play some smaller indie games as well. Um, oh, I think um, it's on sale as well in the Black Friday sale, like half price for the whole season. So yeah, yeah, good time. Yeah, thirty bucks for a whole season of a Hitman is pretty yep. good. You could you can wait for the disc version coming out, I think, in January or something like that. But it's only going to install your hard drive anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also, you're not going to be getting anything new with it. And you're going to be missing out on the elusive elusive target content that's coming out right now. So if you're interested in the Hitman game, just pick it up now. It's not going to be cheaper when it comes out in disc. It's actually going to be even more expensive. Yeah, we, so. we're going we're to talk about it in the news, but Xbox Live's uh, Black Friday sale is up, and it is insane. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the PSN anniversary sale has been awesome, too. Yeah, the so. PSN anniversary sale has been great, and then I guess starting Tuesday they're going to start running the Black Friday sale for PSN? Yeah, well, they, they put out an announcement that there was going to be a sale for Black Friday, so uh, that should be interesting. Uh, digital games, man. like there's That's the one good thing about it. You get those crazy sales for uh, console games. And they don't sell out. <laughs> <laughs> they don't run out of digital goods. Hey, you know, hey, that's, that's, that's nice to see. Um... But the other smaller uh, indie games that I played, uh, these kind of games I got like recommended to me here and there, uh, talking about like sleeper hits and whatnot. There's a game called Silence by Daedric Entertainment or whatever they're called. Uh, you know the people that do those point-and-click adventure games in this day and age, and they're still sticking strong. But um, Telltale. Uh, uh, t- kind of. <laughs> Telltale's more mainstream. Daedric goes is is a lot more indie, yeah. but the thing about this them is that they really know how to tell a good story in their point and click adventures. I feel, and they don't try to sell the illusion of choice as much as uh, Telltale does. That's like Telltale's hook, you know. That's like the, that's like their whole shtick, and um, Daedric doesn't go for that, which is nice because we, I personally have played too many Telltale games over the years already. <laughs> So I'm 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 oversaturated with those kind of games. So I'm I'm fine with the new games. But anyway, this well, game called Silence 
is about um, kind of like a, a, two siblings, uh, a brother and a sister, and um, shit goes bad. Like there, it, it seems to be in some kind of a wartime. Their their town is getting bombed. They hide in like a bunker, and something happens, and they get separated. And it seems like they kind of travel to like a fairy tale, like a weird alternate dimension kind of world, and they try to find their way back to each other. And it's it's a neat little story. Um, but the thing that sticks out the most is uh, the visuals. Uh, the art style for this game is just gorgeous. It's probably one of the best looking games I've played this year. Coming from like an indie studio. Just like look at the... Just like knock yourself out and like just Google silence the game. And look at those screenshots. And tell me that does not look gorgeous. Because man, it just, it just looks phenomenal. Um, the only complaint that I would have with this game is that... The voice acting is is really mediocre. The voice talent isn't bad. It's just the delivery of the voice lines. It feels like they forget to put pauses in between lines. So you would have someone come like, like, hey, you, wait there. Hey, you. And then you would expect some kind of a wait between the next line from that one to the next. But they just continue in like in like one sequence. It's, it sounds weird and awkward. And, um, yeah, that's, that's about it. I've only played about an hour and 30 or something like that. But it's a standard point-and-click adventure. It's got a gorgeous art style. It's got a pretty interesting storyline. I like the characters so far. I'm going to keep playing it. Uh, it's out on Steam now. I'm not sure about any other platform, but uh, it's on there. And I played another point-and-click adventure uh, called Abduction. Anyone heard of this one? Is that the one from the guys that made Mist? Yes, that's that's the one. Okay, no, so, I haven't played yeah. it, but yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I heard a lot of good things about this game too. Uh, <laughs> the another point and click kind of adventure, but this one is more free roam as compared to Silence, where you control the whole game using, uh, you know, your mouse and or you can use a gamepad, I suppose. But you just kind of click to where you want to go. And this one, you use the WSAD to move around uh, an open world. And um, you know, I, it's true to Mist successors they use the live action characters uh for like video files and stuff like that so whenever you interact with a human being you're seeing a, a live action person and i don't know that's that's really campy but i kind of like it because you don't see that too often um the you just you just basically find yourself in like a really weird situation uh it seems like you've just been abducted by an alien or something like that and put into some weird colony but it's nothing is is as as it looks, and everything. You just it's kind of a thing where you get dropped into a place and you have no idea where you are, no idea who you are, no idea what you're supposed to do, and the game just says go. And there's some there's some wonderment to that, and I think this game does it pretty well. I only played like an hour and a half of this game so far as well, but uh, it looks neat. The premise is uh, interesting. The puzzles seem pretty intricate. Uh, a lot more difficult than Silence, anyway. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you ever played any of the games from the Mist people, you know, you kind of know what to expect from the puzzles. It can, it can get pretty difficult. It can get pretty obtuse. But at the same time, there's a certain mystery, and um, there, there's a sense of atmosphere that these games have that not a lot of games are able to reproduce. So, yeah, uh, it's neat as well. Those uh, games are both on PC now. I'm not sure if they're gonna ever come out on consoles, but. Uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's it for me. All right, I'll wrap this up. Well, I'm oh. gonna say before you continue, I'm shooting off. All right, well, All right, see you, John. Bye, John. Well, bye, and enjoy the rest of your show, boys. Oh, we will. Yeah.
Alright, so I didn't play a lot because I was dead between Friday mm. and Saturday, which is when I spent a lot of time most playing most of my games. But I've played a few things I can talk about and a few things I can't talk about. Can you believe there's still games coming out that you can't talk about? Embargoes, how do they work? Ooh. Funny thing was, is I was kind of questionable whether I would talk about Darksiders, then I realized the embargo's tomorrow morning, so there you go for, you know, an old-ass remaster that's $20. But, man, if you've been waiting on that Zelda game and you never played Darksiders, you should probably just go buy this game. I forgot how good it was. Darksiders 1 is a fantastic game. Yeah, I forgot how much it was. Like, the first time I get to a chest and the only thing in it is souls, you know, like either health souls or the white souls or, like, there's no there's no loot. There's no gear. So what you get is what you get. And then it takes about two to three hours to get to the first dungeon before you start realizing that it's fucking adult-ass Zelda. Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, that game, uh, they did a really nice job on the remaster. It looks real slick. Uh, runs at 60 frames a second. Very, very pretty game. And if you have a PS4 Pro, it does support that. I don't know exactly what, but it does support it. I'm assuming HDR maybe in some high resolution. Yeah, the the lore in that game, the lore in that entire series. I wish they'd finish it, but I I want them to come back, and I think that's why you know we should buy these remasters because maybe they'll make a third one because they've got the guys, they've got the license, maybe, maybe. So yeah, it's it's just so cool. I love the art style, the music, the voice acting, like. Did did you guys beat Darksiders two? By the yes, way? yes, I, I beat both of them. I I, I, I did not beat. I did not beat. I didn't Darksiders beat 2. the second one. No, I, I started I, it I, like four times. Never beat it. It's super I thought long. about picking up the remaster, but man, oh man, I don't want to start over again. That that game is super long, like like really really long, and the ending. It, if you if you haven't beat it yet and you're waiting on the third one, beating the second one is not going to help that wait. <laughs> yeah. What's really just, great. They leave it open. I love, like, the aesthetic of the first game is basically a post-apocalyptic world. Yep. You know, everything's, like, the world is, is screwed up. The the horsemen of the apocalypse had shown up. You're playing as one of them. And then the second game totally felt almost like a fantasy game. Yeah, because he's in different worlds. Yeah, and it's so interesting. Yeah. God, that world is so good. You forget how good those games were until you go back and play them. Yep, they are. I need to go back and finish it on Xbox. Oh, they're both so good. The first one is the better game by far, yeah. but the yeah. second one is still really, really good. They yeah. just they needed an editor for the second game because it it just goes on way too long. And it feels like just when you feel like you're getting close to the end of that game, somebody else pops up and's like, "I have three things I need you to do." It's always three <laughs> things. It's the rule of Zelda, man. That's three when things. the when when you get to the skeleton king. That's when it really kicks in. He's like three things again, three things. Um, I play some Killing Floor Two on the PS4 Pro. How's how's that? That game reminds me a lot of like Left for Dead. Um, if Left for Dead was just a horde mode as opposed to like a beginning to end level game. Uh, has a lot of the same kind of enemy types that you can tell just by sight and sound. Um, 
I do like that it has a lot of upgrade uh, upgrades, things like that. Um, visually, it looks really good. The, the The shooting is is fun. You can upgrade in between waves, which I think is cool. And if you make it to the last wave, you get to fight a boss, which is kind of insane. Um, that game just is a really fun co-op kind of slash horde mode with uh, that Left 4 Dead feel that we haven't really had in a game, well, since Left 4 Dead. And if you remember playing Left 4 Dead, that was a lot of fun with three other people. Um, I can't talk about the dwarves. I'm playing a game called The Dwarves. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. I mean, I talked a lot about Watch Dogs and, and Dishonored. That was my big two from last week. Uh, I played something else. Uh, Assassin's Creed at CO Collection. It's a solid... I'm hearing a lot of bad things about that collection. No, you're hearing one site making bullshit clickbait articles. Most people don't have an issue with that game. So that's not true, the screenshots they took? I'm sure there's glitches in Assassin's Creed, Jay. But that's just one article. I played an hour of each game, and they, they were fine. So there's no visual downgrade from the uh, the original version to the remaster? No. Okay, no. if you say so. I, if these look worse than the original, I would be shocked. I own the originals. I could pop them in and look. I mean... The thing you're going to get with a remaster in this day and age is those games running on 360 and PS3 were running at probably, what, I don't know, 670, 680 resolution. And when you bring those textures and those visuals up to 1080p, you're probably going to look a little weird for some of the stuff that was, you know, muted or blurry. But I don't know, it's just... But you seen you seen what I what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, that, I saw the crazy looking face. Yeah, what that's, is that shit? That's not in the game that I played. It's not in the game, so they just made it up. No, I'm not saying they made it up. I'm saying it's Assassin's Creed, and if you've kept up with those games at all in your life, every now and then you get a little weird glitch. What bothers me is that's so the Pepe face ruins the game for you. That one no, phase... it's, it's, it's not a matter of it ruining the game, but like if that is something quantifiable to the overall quality of the remaster, then it's not. Don't buy it. Okay, it's not. But you're saying you're saying it's not right. It's not. It's not quantifiable to the overall remaster because I've played an hour of each one and not seen any of that stuff. I'm not saying it's not there. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'm sure there's weird glitch. It's fucking Assassin's Creed, man. You remember the sinking ship in Assassin's Creed Three? Or was that four? Where like I the, think that's four. the water the black, would part. Black flag, yeah, black flag, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I get it. Assassin's Creed has glitches, like Drew said before the show started. <laughs> Shock me that Assassin's Creed has a glitch in it. I don't know, man. Ubisoft is famous for not having any glitches in any of their games. No, ever, not so. at all. No, I've never so seen. They're, a they're they're really consistent with their launches. Um, any kind of bugs or any kind of microtransactions, they've really been clean on. So I don't, I don't know what people were expecting. I mean, if you want to play the Ezio trilogy, this is perfectly serviceable. It's what fifty bucks for all three games? Sure, I could totally okay. see that. Does it does it run in like was it 1080p 60 frames per second? I don't think it runs at 60. Really? No. That's disappointing. Yeah, I don't know if that has to do with the combat or what, but I, it didn't feel like it was running at 60. Uh. It does run at 1080p though. Supposedly okay. it has PS4 Pro support, but I they sent us the Xbox version, so I don't know what those changes are. So it's still inferior to the PC version. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Inferior. Thanks, PS4, Xbox One. Thanks, guys. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Get off your soapbox, Master Race. <laughs> hey man, I'm just saying that these remasters are supposed to bring the PC experience to the consoles for the current generation, the PS4, the uh, the Xbox, like the Darksiders and all that stuff, like Deadpool, they're supposed to be running at the 60 frames at a higher resolution, that's why you get them, that's why you play them, there's a difference in the playability between 30 and the 60 frames, so if you can't even match that, I'm like, what, what the fuck is the point, really? Eh, for like, me, the, the point is having all three games in one place to play them. I mean, aren't they aren't they backwards compatible on Xbox One? Just the one second anyway? one. Just the second one. Oh, not that's, that's, not uh, yeah. not Brotherhood and Revelations. They are not. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, if they were just backwards compatible, then they wouldn't mean the same with Darksiders. I mean, they're nice remasters, but if they still work, then I wouldn't say rebuy them. Right. But the you know the marketing behind this is it's not hidden. There's a reason why the Bioshock games were announced for backwards compatibility, but guess what? None of them have made it there yet. And I'm sure they'll make it there as soon as the sales of the Bioshock collection slow down a little bit. It's just, it's just to me, it's like we're <clears> seeing more and more of these uh, like collections, remasters, HD, whatever things. And some of them do it so well. So when other ones come out and make very little to no effort at all, just as like a cold cash grab and nothing else to make the experience better for the players... Then I just I don't know I can't I can't look at it fondly and say like yeah go go pick it up they're they're the games I can't it doesn't seem right they need to put in some effort if they want to make more money I say if somebody sold their versions or they don't own them anymore and they want to play the Ezio collection I think fifty bucks for all three of them is perfectly fine I mean even if they were the exact same games. Because otherwise you're going out and spending, what, 100 bucks on an Xbox 360? and I mean, you could probably snag all three of those games for 10 bucks a pop, but that's still $130. Bucks. You, can, you can snag those games for like 4 or $5 a pop. Like, easy. Yeah. Super easy, yeah. Still, but buying a new console is, you know. Well, well, yeah, if you don't have the 360 anymore. But I think a lot of people still do. Or yeah. like the PS3. Some people do, yeah. Mm-hmm. To, that's, why, that's why I always caveat that. If you don't have access to those games anymore, these collections are fine with me. I'm not. I'm most of these remasters from last gen. I'm not going into them expecting, you know, night and day differences. That's just. I, I know shouldn't that's, shouldn't we can? Shouldn't we? Shouldn't shouldn't we expect more? Shouldn't we? Shouldn't we hold these developers accountable to the quality of their products? I mean, if you if you want to spend your life doing that, that's fine. But I I feel like that's a that's a wasted battle. <laughs> Nah, it's not about it's not about spending your life fighting the fight you'll never win. It's a, just a matter of voting with your money, right? Just don't spend money on shit that they don't put in a lot of lot of effort to. That's what I say. <sighs> you know, people are still gonna buy Last Guardian, right? Yeah, it's gonna be the greatest <laughs> game ever. <laughs> ten out of ten. Oh, maybe ten out of a hundred. But we'll talk about that later. Let's talk about what's coming out this week. I don't, you know, honestly, I don't know if we'll ever talk about that game. I guess you, you will. Might, you I'm might buy it, right? A lot about it. What? If we don't, party? if we don't get a review copy, you'll buy it, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll play it one way or another. Like I said. Okay. I mean, it's it's going to be one of those things where it'll be a one sided conversation for you because I don't think any of the rest of us will actually play it. I don't know anybody else's interest in that game. There's a lot of people interested in the last. Party. I'm talking about the four of us on the show. Drew. Yeah, ain't listening to you. God damn it, Drew. <laughs> Where's listening. my backup, Drew? Hey, fucking, I, don't, I know you're playing Pokemon. 
but uh-huh. fucking relax for a second. Are you have no interest whatsoever in the Last Guardian? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I put my faith in you, and you have failed me, my friend. I'm sorry. I I just I don't know. Go I, back to your Pokemon's. Okay. No, I need but him I need to that. talk. This is a podcast. That's the point <laughs> of a podcast. I'm not playing Pokemon. Uh, yeah, you are. Uh, let's talk okay. about what's coming out this week. Um, Darksiders, War Master. The names they have for these remasters are worth the, 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 them being remastered yeah. alone. Definitive. Definitive edition. That's, that's and, pretty good, yeah. And then the War Mastered edition is the name of the Darksiders one. Uh, the rest of the games coming out this week, I'm going to be real fucking honest with you. I have not heard of most of these. So we have oh. Alchemic Jousts. That sounds familiar. What? I don't know what that is. I'm not even kidding. That's what it's called. Alchemic Jousts. Made by a company called Lunatic Pixels. Never mind. I don't know what that game is. I just looked at a picture. I do know what this is. The Amnesia Collection is out this week. Uh, that contains yes. the, the, the first two games and then the DLC for the, the first one. Uh, there was the first a, game had DLC? The One of them had an expansion, right? Did it? I, I, don't, I don't know. Because I, I was reading the press release about it, and it is Amnesia, Amnesia, A Machine for Pigs, and then uh, an expansion for one of them. Oh, Justine. Yes, yes. Okay, is, yeah, that's is it. This, is this just PC? PS4. Oh, PS4, really? Yes. Hmm. I sent the review code to Justin on Friday. I will say this. Amnesia is a fantastic game. A Machine for Pigs is not. <laughs> Uh, the Machine for Pigs has a pretty neat storyline, but it's not great. It's not made by the same people. So, no. no. That's the thing. Uh, Gary the Gaul. Okay. Gaul? G-U-L-L? Gaul? Gull. Gull? Like the seagull? Yeah, like the bird. Okay. Yeah, it is It is about a seagull. Okay. Uh, Ken, it's, it's not a bird. It's a seagull. <laughs> it's a seagull. Okay? Oh, my mind is sick. Yeah, come on, man. Uh, hollow Ball. Okay. I Zombie. The, based uh, on the comic book slash television. Show? If this is what I think it is, this came out on Xbox One a while back. It's not based on the comic or the TV show. Okay. It's just like a survival two D top down uh, game where you like you get a map and then you have to figure out how to get the zombies to turn or something. I don't remember. Oh, oh God! I'm looking at the screenshot. This looks like a like a phone game. Yeah. Made from yeah, basically. See, the, or the problem with PSN and Xbox ID at Xbox now is that a lot of that garbage that's made it onto PC is making its way to console. Steam Greenlight. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. It's rubbish. Yeah. Uh, Laser Disco Defenders. Okay. Uh, Proton Pulse. All right. Yeah. Here's one you'll know: Samurai Showdown Six is hitting. I've heard of that this week. Is that a brand new Samurai Showdown game? No. Hell no. Hell oh, no. There haven't been a new Samurai Showdown game in like 10 years. No, I don't the guys, know what number they're on. The guys that uh, did King of Fighters 14 said they were really interested in bringing back Samurai Showdown and uh, Garo. Oh, Garo is uh, hugely in demand. Uh, that'd yeah. be really good. Yeah. Uh, Verzoom Arcade. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, we Sing. <laughs> is that a Wii U game? No, that's for PS4. Damn. Oh, okay. Uh, Stealth Inc., A Clone in the Dark, the Ultimate Edition. I've heard of that game. Those games are not bad. 
Yeah, I, I think that was a PS Plus game at one point, so yeah. I have it, but I haven't played it. Yeah, it's not a bad game. Uh, the Little Acre? <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's indie, indie Game Week, I guess. The Little Acre. The Little Acre. Uh, for the 3DS, we have Dragon Ball Fusions. I, I know what Dragon Ball is. Yeah, there's a new Dragon Ball game coming out. I play Xenoverse 2, so I'm done with Dragon Ball games for the year. Uh, just because we're having fun with names, I'm going to read off some of these PC releases. Most of the time we don't do these because they're mostly garbage. But there's a game coming out on PC this week called Cyber Chicken. All right. C- Cyber Chicken. Cyber Chicken Disaster Blaster. <laughs> Street, All right. Street Posse Showdown. You know, none of us are going to play these games, but I'm glad these games exist for the... <laughs> Bare fact that they have these titles. Alright, you remember how you were talking about earlier, at least if you own it, you deserve it. Here are some uh-huh. awesome games coming to PC this week. To the Master Race Machine, a magical high school girl is out for PC this week. Along The with title is American... Oh, wait. A magical what? high school girl is the name of the game. That's a bit to the point, isn't it? Don't they usually try to say like Sailor Moon or some shit like that? You know what? Know. They ran out. They're, they're just like, here oh, okay. it is. They're this done. is what you get. Yeah. Also out on PC this week, Hot Squat. Nice. <laughs> I like my squats hot. Uh, Japanese School Life. All right. Yeah. All right. Basement Dwellers. It's a game <laughs> about you and your friends. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah, so we're we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. The year is almost over. We did what we could. Let's talk about news. Hey guys, how about that persona coming out in Feb? Yeah. Uh, it's not that long. April fourteenth, I believe. Now is the release date, or is it April fourth? April fourth, yeah, four four. Okay. So April 4th is now the release date for Persona 4. Hey, because they're delaying it, they're giving you free DLC. That is the voice. Japanese dub, Japanese yeah. Japanese dub. Congratulations. <sighs> Fucking Persona. <laughs> Fucking Atlas treating their flagship titles this way. Taking forever to localize them. God damn it. You, know, you can always import it. I don't. I don't know Japanese well enough. Let's see, but it's gonna. I'm, I've been sick and clear. I've been media blackout since the first trailer of Persona Four. I've not seen screenshots. I've not seen trailers since the first trailer, and that's what I've been doing. I'm like, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna be spoiled of this game at all. And then now it's just two more months on top of that. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um. So. You know, I mentioned this in the email thread, and nobody remembers when I talked about this. Do you remember when they delayed Final Fantasy XV? And they said, the reason why we're delaying it is because we don't want a day one patch. We want everything in the game to be on the disc. You remember mm, that? That's one of the things they say, yeah. Yeah, guess what? Final Fantasy XV has a day one patch. It's seven gigabytes. Okay. That that's, sounds about right. That's pretty big. Yeah, yeah, so it was all a lie. Of course. You lied to me. I'm not buying your of game. Course. I'm totally buying your game. Uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> no, I just, I, I remember when that happened. I'm like, that's such a lie. So, we'll see what the patch is. 
soon because that game comes out in like a week, week and two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, PS4 finally gets mods on Fallout 4. The patch is coming very soon. Very soon. People still playing Fallout 4 on PS4? Sure. Why wouldn't it? Remember that System Shock remake that uh, those guys at Night Dive Studios were making? Uh, yeah. You got to wait a lot longer on it. It's now 2018. Okay, sure. So. When when it's done, I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, what do we got here? What else is going on? It's, it's not a lot of news. I feel uh, like there was a couple of things that happened. Yeah, I, the Persona thing was big. I'm trying to. I'm just kind of scrolling through these. A lot of this is garbage. Uh, Warner Brothers bought Machinima. Really? Yeah. I haven't um, seen the Machinima video in so long now that I think about it. Yeah. So they just went in there and they were like, it, we'll just own this because why not? Uh, we'll probably get a bunch of news when the Game Awards and uh, speaking of the Game Awards it leaked out that Telltale's Marvel game is probably Guardians of the Galaxy mm. yeah from a voice acting thing I think that got leaked yeah uh, Hideo Kojima is going to be at the Game Awards and he will get his uh, his award this year <laughs> so that's kind of funny yeah, it's just like the way that story unfolded last year makes sense for him to be here now yeah. after the whole Konami fiasco. So, so it'll be nice really, to see him. You really think they won't have a what's the name of that game that he's making? The That's, Norman, that's Reedus, Stranding? Norman Reedus Naked Baby game? Uh Norman Fetus, right? Norman Fetus. Um, um I don't think they're prepared to show any more of that game at all. Not yet. Maybe maybe 2017, but he'll not yet. Sh- he'll show another trailer, and it'll make no sense, and it'll have nothing to do with the game. And people will be like, Oh my god, greatest game ever! I really don't think that game exists at this point. It doesn't, but he'll just keep showing trailers. It, it exists in his mind. That's what matters. I'm afraid of what exists in his mind. Oh, cool. Um, apparently, PS4... on a loop. <laughs> <laughs> that stupid humming that she does. Yeah. Uh, it's quiet. You're supposed to be quiet, quiet. Jesus Christ. I thought you were going to say something. Oh, yeah, yeah. So apparently PS4 Pro owners are receiving $10 free PlayStation Store credit from Sony. Yeah, I got, I got one. Okay. The yeah. game, apparently it expires on November 30th, so y'all better get spending. That's uh, like might, as well, might as well buy that uh, Final Fantasy XV digitally then. I don't know. Yeah, for $10. No, it's minus ten dollars, so it'll you'll pay like what, fifty? No, I already got it paid off. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Um, hey, all five of you that are still playing Batman Arkham Origins multiplayer. It's shutting down. That game had a multiplayer? Yes it did. Huh. It okay. was not good. Mm. Some people played as Batman <laughs> and Robin, other people played as the bad guys. Yep. It was a bad, bad multiplayer. Who would want to play as the bad guys against fucking Batman? The same that people who'd want to really play bad. as the mercenaries against uh, Sam Fisher in that multiplayer? Yeah. Well, that that multiplayer was pretty good, though. It was, but you you were always pissed when you got the the mercenaries. Mm. I was, don't know if that's true or not. I was. I much preferred playing as a, as a Sam Fisher duo. Wasn't it wasn't one of the issues of the multiplayer that the bad guys in Batman were overpowered and could kill Batman real easily. I don't remember. I played it enough for review, and I was like, I never want to play that again. 
because it was terrible. Oh, they uh, announced Danganronpa on another episode. Ultra the Spur Girls coming for PC and PS4, I think. That was uh, that news dropped this week. That's that spinoff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the one where you play as the, the third-person shooter kind of thing. Is that any good? I liked it, but a lot of people didn't. I could okay. see both ways, but I, I enjoyed it. Uh, in case you needed another reason to hate Dead Rising 4, as much as people seem to already hate that game, uh, the campaign will not feature co-op. Oof. That's, that's, that's a little rough, I gotta tell you, because that co-op is one of the best parts about Dead Rising. That really sets it apart from the other zombie games. Uh, there will be a separate four-player co-op mode, though. Kind of similar to... I can't remember the name of it. Super Turbo... That thing for Dead Rising 3? That thing was fun. Oh, that uh, arcade mode, yeah. right? Um... God, people are bored. I don't know what this mannequin challenge is, but I keep seeing it. Yeah, that's the that's kind of like the new video challenge they're doing. It used to be what is that uh, the ice bucket challenge back in back oh, what, like a what year was, ago. What was Drew's favorite? The Harlem Shake. That was Drew's favorite. Was that your favorite, Drew? Yes. Yes. Okay. Hey, in case you wanted to feel old, the original Xbox was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. November 15th, 2001. Man, that's when I play Halo 1. That's crazy. That was, a good, that was a good game. It was. Super Mario Run's price was leaked. It's 10 bucks. People went nuts! It's too much for a phone game. 10 bucks. I don't know what that game is going to be like. Super Mario. I'd have to see the quality. But it's got to play on the phone, so how do you... It's, an, it's an auto runner, kind of like... Um, have you played... Um, uh, Rayman Temple Fiesta Run. Runs. Have uh, you played Rayman Fiesta Run? No. So it's it's like a uh, side-scrolling auto runner, but you swipe back and forth to make him jump or wall jump. Um, so he runs automatically, and you just swipe to make him jump. And it's the gameplay is about timing the jumps more than anything else. Is it a good game? Fiesta Run. Uh huh. Yeah, it's excellent. It's oh, okay. blast. Yeah. E- all right. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Xbox Live Black Friday deals. I'm just going to rattle off some highlights because I can't name them all. There's over 250 of them. Uh, for you, Drew, if you want to pick up that Batman, it's on sale for $16.74 for all five episodes. Really? Yep. Uh, the Telltale one, right? Yep. So you can snag <sighs> all of that. Same with Hitman, as we were talking earlier. 30 bucks gets you the whole season. I highly recommend Hitman. Um, what else we got on here? Uh, Battlefield's on sale. It's like 40 bucks. Arkham Knight Premium Edition, $16. Uh, just scrolling down through this. Dirt Rally at 24 bucks. Uh, Deus Ex for 30 bucks. Um, Far Cry Primal, 24 bucks. Grand Theft Auto 5 for 30 bucks. It's amazing how old that game is, and you still can't get it cheaper than 50% off. Yep. Um, there's a lot of stuff. Lego Jurassic World is $10. Uh, Mafia 3 for $42. Uh, the Metro uh, Collection for $6. Uh, 
Uh, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, the Game of the Year edition for $11. Mighty Number no. 9, 8 bucks. They could have made it $9, but no, they're just missing <laughs> missing all the balls again. God damn it. Uh, Overwatch is $36. Uh, rare replay for nine dollars and ninety cents. That's man, really I would I would buy that if I had an Xbox One. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider for twenty seven dollars. Uh, the Resident Evil Triple Pack, which includes four, five, and six, for thirty five dollars. Uh, Shadow Complex Remastered for seven fifty. Song of the Deep. If you have not played this game, I can't recommend it enough. It's on sale for seven dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, I still haven't played that. That's the puzzle game, right? No, no, no. That is the Metroidvania in the submarine, made by Insomniac. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. That game is super good. Uh, the Witcher 3, $20. The Complete Edition with all DLC, $25. Wow. Yeah. Witcher 3, or Witcher games in general, go on such deep discounts, and they're such quality games, like... I remember Witcher 2, after like a year and a half, two years after, being on sale for like $4. Yep. That blew my mind. I get yep. it. It's, well, it's again, you know, uh, CD Projekt makes a lot of money off uh, GOG, right? Yeah, so that's true, yeah. They, uh, they can afford to do stuff like that to get their game in more people's hands. Yep. So if you, if you want to buy the DLC separately, it's 15 for Blood and Wine and 750 for Hearts of Stone. Uh, Titanfall. How much is it? It's twenty five bucks for the the complete edition. But how much uh, are the DLCs? Uh, fifteen and seven fifty. Oh, okay, so it's not really that much cheaper than the the um, buying the expansion pass. Because I already have. Uh, oh, that's on Xbox, though. I guess. Yeah, this is on. Xbox. Say I already have the game, but um, I get. Right, it. you want the DLC? The DLC is yeah, really good, the by DLC. the way. Yeah. Uh, Titanfall 2 digitally is $36. Deluxe Editions, $48. Um, Trackmania Turbo, $16. Uh, either one of the Wolfenstein games, which are both incredible, are $6.60. <laughs> uh, one is a lot shorter than the other, though. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's, it's more recent. Yeah. But it's older, yeah, so. Yeah, that's right. And then there's a bunch of 360 games. I won't go through those. Uh, a lot of backwards compatible games. There's a lot of deals. If you want to see what they are, go to Major Nelson's page. Uh, Playstations will be up sometime this week. If you've been waiting on games to buy digitally, this is where you go. You wait yep. for this couple weeks of sales. Alright, we got one email. It comes from Sam. It says, I just want to take a second to praise the Battlefield 1 multiplayer. Squad commands slash comments are excellent. I utilize the crap out of it, and it has been super helpful. As is the usual with multiplayer games, your teammates, squad mates, are really what make uh, what help make the game. I'm pretty mediocre at all FPSs, but I always support my squad and work with them, and that has given me an edge in Battlefield 1. I know you guys aren't into Battlefield as much as I am, but I love the aspect and don't think it has been said enough. For my question, in the market for a 4K TV... I was entirely decided on a 65-inch LG that John uh, saw, but I've become less certain. My new choices range in size from 50 to 65, Samsung, LG, and Vizio. All are 4K, HDR, etc., and have all the bells and whistles I'm looking for. 
Uh, I understand a few other variables come into play, such as living space and viewing distance from TV. Those in mind, what size and brand would you all settle with? All are within my budget. Is 65 too big for gaming? Facts and opinions both welcome. Um, I think the size of your TV depends, like, how far your couch is from your TV. Like, if your living space is such where your TV is going to take up way too much room for where you're going to set it up, then you that takes into consideration. Or if your couch is really far away from where your TV is, you want to get as big of a TV as you can get so that, you, you know, you get the maximum viewing distance and all that jazz. But as far as the whole specification goes, I think we already covered. You want to get a 4K TV that's HDR compatible, 120 hertz. Uh, it's like kind of like the bare minimum for what you want for modern gaming. And from there, uh, everything is kind of up in the air. Like you'd have to look into each each TV's rating and uh, reviews and stuff like that because each TV brand uh, and type and model is different from the quality that you're going to get from the richness richness of the contrast. So I would recommend there's you know you go to like CNET and some other places that do a lot of tech reviews. They usually have um, basically a baseline like the most popular TVs that are available. They'll usually do a review for those. So check into their details, look at their specifications, and see if any of those TVs pop up. But uh, I don't know. It's just as long as you know those factors and you look into the TV model that you want to get, it should be fine. Just just Google it. Yeah, my suggestion is always research, research, research. I usually spend anywhere from a year to a little bit longer when I decide it's time to buy a new TV to research what I want. Um, and for me personally, it's always come back Samsung. I, I am a Samsung. It's not that I don't look at the other brands, but I always seem to come back to them. They just have the best quality. And and really just everything else. So you've had you've had good experiences with your Samsungs, though, right, Ken? Yes, Over I the bought years? the last two TVs I bought were both 55 inch Samsungs. One's an LCD, one's an LED, uh, and I've had great experiences with both of them. Um, like that's what everyone tells me when they talk about their Samsung. I've had the opposite experience. I've had Samsung, I've had LG, both you know Korean brand TVs, but they've died within like two years and a half. Two years and a half to like two years, and they they just die. They won't turn on when I power it up. They they get like little flickers and stuff like that. So I've had to replace these Samsung and LG TVs over and over again to the point that I'm no longer gonna buy those Samsung and LG TVs at all. They're fine for phones, but for TVs, I'm I just had too many bad experiences. <laughs> Are you sure them. they're fine for phones? Uh yeah, I've I've had uh, well you know not not with the new. Don't they explode in your head? No, the ones that I've had. I'm talking about <laughs> personal experience. No, I know, I know. I, I'm totally that way with uh with certain brands. But no, the last two Samsungs, the one that I have that that I that I call my old TV, my LCD TV, is in my living room. That one is getting close to ten years. Wow, that's... and it's it's still going. And then the one I have in my office is the L, the LED, and it's going on four or five years. So yeah, I'm I'm in the market for a new one, but it's probably going to be a year or two before I buy one because I want this 4K stuff to come down and also become more standardized. So I know everybody's wanting to do it now because you know Xbox One S supports it and PlayStation 4 Pro supports it, but there's just not enough else that supports it for me yet to worry about it. Yeah, you're buying into technology that's still, you know, in its budding infancy. So you have to realize that streaming content in 4K and watching TV in 4K is still very limited. 
So just just keep that in mind. You're not going to get the most benefit out of it. But at the same time, if you're picking up things like PlayStation 4 Pro, an Ultra Blu-ray drive and things of that nature, then yeah, you can make it work. It, it's good. And if you're in the market for a new TV, yeah, you do get the new one. You don't get like, you know, you don't buy a TV this age and buy a CRT. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the same idea, uh, but a bit more to the extreme. So yeah, just just do your research, man. That's all I can tell you. Uh, don't don't have buyer's remorse. Uh, he also says, "P.S. Yeah. Thanks." Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I have uh, I have two LG televisions, and they've both been great for me. Okay. One have... of them is a four. One of them is a four K. I was gonna um, say, yeah, not... you just bought a four K, didn't you? Uh, last year. Yeah. Um, it's not uh, it's not HDR because I bought it last year. Um, but uh, it is four K. Um, the other one is an older 1080p LED TV that I bought. I've had probably, like Ken, I've probably had this one close to 10 years. Um, and both of them have been great for me. No issues. Yeah. TVs last a long time now. At least they do for me. I, I have yeah, any issues too. out of mine. Luckily. It's not like Drew was going to unmute and say something. He's been very quiet playing his Pokemans. I um I have a Samsung. <laughs> and uh, it's it's like almost six years old now and still running and strong. Drew Drew buttons like I have a Samsung. <laughs> I have a Samsung. He's like fuck you, Jay. Basically yes. Uh, Man, fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Uh, P.S. Thanks, John, for the Gears code. Sorry, he's not here. Um, I'm probably the only mofo around who hasn't beat Gears 2 and 3 yet. <clears throat> I haven't. I was going to say, I know Drew hasn't. I've beat 2 and I haven't beat 3. Uh, I bought the Gears Ultimate Edition thinking it was all three games. After completing it with my wife and her saying, let's start 2 now, I realized it was only the first and felt stupid for thinking it was a collection. Unfortunately... If you'd have got it the first, what, month it released? Yeah. You got all three games for free? Dude, they've given away Gears 1, 2, and 3 so many times at this point that I think yeah. I have four spare codes for every one of those games. <laughs> so just hint, hint, direct message can, and maybe he'll give you a copy, I don't know. Dude, if I have copies of them laying around, anybody's welcome to have them, but I, I give them away at the minute I get them if I can. I've been yeah, because you forget about them. Otherwise. Yeah, That's, like I they just it. sit there, and I'm like, I don't know if these codes are any good. I've owned Gears 1, 2, and 3 since they launched. Yeah. So I, I didn't need the codes, but I uh, says, cheers, dudes, and happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for our passion that is video games and for you guys and what you do. Deuces. Thank you very much, buddy. Deuces. 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 All right, the first tweet is my favorite that I've pre-read. Okay. Uh, this comes from Lieutenant Renji. You may recognize that name. Mm-hmm. He says, We all know the old Goldies. But who is Jay? Tell us about yourself and how you became so super. I love you, you mystery Asian. <laughs> wow. How, how, how did he spell super? S-H-U-P-E-R. Super. 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 Uh well thank you for your interest but uh don't worry about it don't worry about it <laughs> Jay is like one of the most private it. friends I've ever had in my don't life don't worry about it he's I've like, known this man it. for three years and I don't know anything about him he's like, I ain't don't even wor- is that even my real name don't even worry about it all right? I, it may not don't be worry about it don't even worry about it.
my um I don't know. I, I just like to keep things kind of on the down low, mysterious. It's more entertaining to me that way. Uh, he secretly I, I just like, lives in a basement. He's like not interesting yeah, yeah. at I'm all. I'm actually living inside of Ken's basement without him knowing right now. I've been stealing his Wi-Fi for four years. He doesn't even know that I'm down there. It's great. It's fantastic. Man, see, I'm one of those guys that's actually smart enough to recycle my router and change my password every three months. So that's kind of you make it. I I I'm, I I do IT stuff, Ken. You make it sound like that's that's something that that would be difficult <laughs> for me to break. Like that's that wouldn't be. No, it's like to to answer your question in like a simple manner. It's like I don't know, dude. Like I I like I like games. I enjoy games. I've been playing games for a long time. I've been on other podcasts before, uh, like for for a little while, maybe like a year or two. Been doing games. Uh, the history about me joining ZTGD is pretty well known. I think I heard uh, Drew's podcast for Phoenix Down uh, at one point. It was just like a random event that I just happened to run into the link where they were like, "These guys are talking about Near." Holy shit! Someone's actually talking about Near because that's a game that I wanted to like explore and talk more about, and no one was talking about that game because that game was very niche. It didn't sell well. So I listened to the podcast. And while I found the discussion to be pretty interesting, I felt like they missed a lot of the really like small <laughs> subtle things. You guys, so I chimed up. in with a yeah, well, I chimed in with an email, uh, a fairly lengthy email, I think. Well, and no, they, it was comments. From whenever we still had comments on the website, was it comments? I thought it was yeah, an yeah. email. I think you eventually emailed us, but you originally just left comments on yeah. our shows. Yeah, yeah, and then um, they're reading, it, and then they, we were kind of going back and forth during that uh, play playthrough and then from there i talked to i talked to drew for a bit and then um it was a ken opened up like a thing you guys need help or something like that i was like ah i'm not doing anything right now for video gaming so i figured i figured i'd give it a shot so i put in like a small application for like a i wrote like a like a review or something like that i sent it to ken and they're like this review is shit but Drew likes him, so let, we'll give him a shot again. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> no, that 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 review that I wrote was the first review that I've ever written. I've never written a review before. I've done a lot of other things, you know, like make videos and content of that nature. But I had no experience writing a review. And looking back on it, that review was really bad. It was very, very robotic. It didn't have enough personality, I think. But, um, you, I, you know, after three years... You made a review really bad. crappy, like, third-party... <laughs> yeah. Bad we games. start we start all the new guys off with the shitty stuff. They're like if we oh. you're always the bottom of the barrel when you start out. It's like do you guys want like it goes into the the main guys like the veterans first. Like you guys want this? Nope, nope, nope. All right, new guy. Guess yeah, what? Yeah, you I did get. that for I did that for a year, <laughs> uh, taking these really random as indie games. But I, at the same time, I got to explore and uh, check out some games I would never would have tested out. Like uh, like Monica was one of my early games that I reviewed. I really enjoyed that. I was talking to like the developers, getting into multiplayer games with them. Had a had a had a blast with that. And then I had games like fucking Arcania that has scarred me for life. <laughs> like fucking, I will never forget that game because it physically hurt me to play and review that game because I spent about a year and a half finishing every game that I would that was sent to me. I finished every game before I reviewed it. And that became impractical after a certain point, but you know I'm not I don't I don't hide that fact at all I I keep it pretty transparent, but because of that it was it was difficult but you know that's and then we're here now you know I just came on as a guest star for N4G podcast when they were down like a man or two, and then after a while Ken just said like you want to just just be on I'm like okay 
and here I am. <laughs> he just said, there you okay. Go. He's got the he's okay. got that Drew Samsung enthusiasm. I got a Samsung. <laughs> I got a Samsung. <laughs> I got a Samsung. The um, it's it's funny because they always talk about how we all came to be. Um, I think I summed it up nicely on a podcast when somebody asked that. I was like, I I, I worked with a bunch of websites at one time, and uh, I worked for Evolve Gaming, and uh, I said uh, Ken basically went over to Evolve Gaming and approached to Drew Leachman. <laughs> Fucking mm-hmm. because he, he was like, "Hey, you're not getting shit over there. Do you want video games?" I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> yes." <laughs> I got the like, I got the I got the free video games over here. Come over here, little boy. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it, it's kind of nuts because I, I originally was just a fan of the show and um, just started following them on Twitter and talking to them a lot, and you know, I, I would always post my reviews from Evolve Gaming on on Twitter. And I guess Ken saw potential or something. I don't know. I'm still not a good writer. Is that what you call it? Sure. But but he, he does have a Samsung, so that's something. Yeah, you had a Samsung. <laughs> that's how you got in. Well, truth be told, I think what happened was was that I actually had podcast experience because I did like 100 episodes with Evolve Gaming. And I was just like, oh, I kind of know how to do this stuff. You know, I used to edit the podcast and stuff like that. Like. But- does, does oh. Evolve Gaming still exist, or did, did it all just fall apart when you left? It, unfortunately, it, it pretty much fell apart when I left. Well done, Drew. You killed a gaming website and podcast single-handedly. Well, the truth be job. told, I mean, it was almost dead to begin with. <laughs> we, we just did the podcast, you know. I remember I asked uh, my co-hosts, I was like, you know, we want to do I'm Leaving, but we were on, we were going to do our 100th episode. And I was like, do you guys want to do the 100th episode? So that way, you know, that'd be all like our swan song. And I remember they were like, why? Nobody fucking listens to us. Oh, that's a sad way to go. Like, even if no one was listening to this show, I still like talking about video games and shitting the shit with you guys. So I would do it anyway, kind of yeah. thing. So that's that's fine with me. But that's that's the that's, true, that's the true reason of why I brought why I bring people over like Drew, because you just yeah. you just care about doing it. That's yeah, yeah. it's fun, dude. I love video games. We all love video games. Well, some people have less time to play games than others, <laughs> yes. unfortunately, due to life. Sorry, Ryan. But he still has the passion. He still loves it. So Yeah, he still he shows up every week. I'm surprised that he still shows up every week and, and makes yeah. time for us. <laughs> the, um, oh, I will, I will say y'all. That's got the love. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, if I could wrap y'all in my giant arms, I would. <laughs> Do you have a picture of this guy, Ryan? No, no. I don't. And I, I, I know his name, but I wouldn't say his name on the on No, the no, no, no. Yeah. You, you've seen what happens when people do things like that. Like, this this yeah. guy, and then just bad things just happen. Yeah. I will say this for Evolve Gaming. If you can ever find those episodes, I have no idea. Episode 50 is pretty fucking epic. We were celebrating our 50th episode, and I decided, hey, why don't we all do the show Drunk is that the one where and, you fell asleep? No. I fell asleep on a bunch of episodes. I was going to say. But, but um, I I was pretty much the only person that came drunk. <laughs> and you go back and listen to that. Fucking hilarious. I don't know. That, I the, wish I still had that one. That Metal Gear Solid episode that we recorded on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. Where I kind of... Yeah. I, I was drinking throughout, throughout the, the show. Throughout the show, you kept getting drunker and drunker. <laughs> By the end of that show, I was wasted. 
<laughs> I was like, is he even going to hit stop when he finishes the recording? <laughs> Oh man, that's good. And it's it like the fitting episode to be drunk in is a show about Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Yeah, I know you and Matt were like, oh, I kind of like the game.' I'm like, I fucking hated it. <laughs> yeah, I know you're so angry about that game, dude. I didn't. Ah, that's not a Metal Gear game. I don't care. It was a good game. Anyway, we're not going to have that argument again for the six hundredth time. Let's do some more tweets. Uh, Mookie, you in, ref- in reference to Jay's mention of Undercover Brother last week, uh, he says, I see white people still cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good movie. I actually saw it after I uh, I mentioned it in the podcast. I got so nostalgic. It still stands up, man. That movie's still really funny. Go watch it, Undercover yeah. Brother. Uh, Dave Chappelle was in that, and he was one of the funniest things in that. Yes, he was. Man, Conspiracy did, brother. Did you? I know you weren't here last week, Drew, but did, did Jay, did you go watch the, the Chappelle stuff from SNL? I did. I oh. did. That Walking Dead skit was hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. You're going to have to do better than that. <laughs> Strike one. <laughs> yeah, when that fucking head started rolling around, I, I just fucking lost it. Oh. Oh, man, I miss that show. I I think it's officially time to yank out my DVDs and watch that again. Yeah, that's that's a good time. Uh, again, we got a bunch of tweets from Blue Apple Blue. Again, I will not read political tweets on the show. No offense to your tweets, but I'm not going to read them. Yeah, I've been surrounded by that. Hell, I quit Twitter for about three days. Drew, I, just kept... I, I have a tweet from you that sounds pretty political. If you want me to read it for you, <laughs> oh, I was I was reading something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you can't mm-hmm. you can't avoid this shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, you know, maybe he should shut his fucking mouth. <laughs> All right, making sure your Twitter account wasn't hacked. Okay. No, no, I I said that because I was just like Jesus Christ, he, he like just stop. You know, you've already won. Just stop. <laughs> just just shut up. He does have some gaming tweets, though, so I will read those. Uh, Alrighty. Uh, he says, My Name is Mayo is a 99-cent game with a full set of trophies, including a platinum. Will you break your platinum cherry? I've already got my platinum I, don't, I still don't have a platinum. And no, really? I'm not buying a 99-cent piece of shit game to get a platinum trophy. Ken, you must have hundreds of PS3 and PS4 games by now. I do. Like, how do you not have a single platinum trophy? You must have one, like, by accident. Nope. Don't have any. Never had a platinum trophy. I I quit the achievement thing before. Wow. Before the trophies came into play, so like, I just didn't care. Like I used to do the the achievement thing, the thousand points. It was a big deal to me. And after years of doing it, I'm like, this is making games not fun. Yeah, yeah, certainly. But for me, I I played an RPG. I played one game where I beat it. I got the platinum trophy. That's how simple those trophy processes were. I didn't even go back. I didn't reload a save or anything like that. I just got it. Well, you like also it. have to okay. remember that I was primary Xbox last gen, and uh, I'm still uh, primary yeah, Xbox yeah. this gen. So most of the games that I play, like, I haven't even... I mean, there hasn't even been a, an Xbox game that I've gotten a 1,000 points on that I can think of since... God, I don't remember. Truthfully, I do not remember the last 1,000-point game. I don't know that I've done one on Xbox One. Mm. Interesting. What's the last game you platinum, Jay? Um, that's a good question. Oh, that's actually pretty easy. Zero Escape, um, Zero Time Dilemma. Okay. Uh, basically, if you 
watch everything that game has to offer from a story perspective, you just get it. That's it. Yeah. You just beat the game and you get it. So yeah. That's true. Yeah, there's not a lot of those games anymore that if you beat it, you get the thousand points or platinum trophy or whatever. Remember Blue Dragon? Dude, I have like 30 points in Blue Dragon, and I put like 40 hours in that game. <laughs> you did You did not get an achievement for beating the fucking game. I was nope. like, wow, what a what a kick in the nuts right there. You, you know, get, just like, just, you, you know, get, fuck you, get, you. You get two achievements in the first like hour of that game for two stupid things, and then every yep. other achievement in that game is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So. Yeah, no. Nah. My last platinum was Diablo 3. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That was hard to get, right? It, you know, it's just time consuming. I, yeah, I never mm-hmm. felt like I was grinding because you know what? You're always doing something that's relevant in that game. Yeah. The only one that would feel really grindy is the um every character to 70. That's actually not bad. The 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 grindy one was doing 500 bounties. Yeah, that's pretty grindy. But I mean, while I was doing those, guess what I was doing? I was also getting better loot. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's the right game for that kind of grindy quest. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. If I'd have stuck to one version of that game, I probably would have gotten a yeah. thousand or platinum or whatever. But I switched between all three versions. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I like uh, I just jumped on the PS4 version and just really fell in love with it. Uh, we all know you will play platinumless games, but will you play bronze only games? Do you check the trophy list before playing the game? Do you check it after playing the game or completing the game? Do you check the trophy guide? Will you include platinum difficulty in the review? No, uh, no, 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 in no, the no, review. No, no, no. I will check the trophies. Like, all right. So when I get a brand new game, normally you'll earn a trophy during your first play, and after that, I go and take a look at the trophy list just to see, you know, um, and if. I rarely, like 99% of the time, I will never find a game that's like, oh, okay, I might go for the, the Platinum here. Yeah. Uh, I played games, and then I checked the trophy list afterwards just to see like how much of it I got, just for curiosity's sake. But it's very rare for me to then say, oh, let me go get these now. I don't, I don't go back to go get trophies. I've done challenges in games that are trophy-worthy, but they don't come up as trophies because they're so hard to do that if you were to make that a trophy, then the trophy hunters would get mad because that achievement is so difficult to achieve. Those are the challenges that I want. Those are the challenges that I like. Like beating um, whatever that black guy in Bayonetta is. Uh, Bayonetta 1 is like a secret boss that you can fight. Beating him is not a, not, a, not, a, not a trophy or an achievement, but it's something that you can do in the game. It's the hardest thing you can do in that game, but I did it. And uh, you don't need a trophy. You don't need something to tell you and dictate what's a challenge and what's not. You know, just make your own challenges and don't worry about trophies so much. You want you want me to tell you? Um, and this is this goes back to the conversation about competition being good. Mm-hmm. So you know, Sony put an update on the PlayStation Four or the PlayStation Four that showed you like a ch- uh, trophy rarity, which I thought was really really cool. Like these trophies yeah, are ultra rare. So Xbox one upped that. So they now have tro- uh, achievement rarity, but let's say you get an achievement that is that like less than ten percent of people have. It gives you a new noise. Oh really? And oh it, yeah. And That's it neat. like pops up a little diamond under the the trophy on the achievement uh, artwork, and it plays a different noise, and it says only six percent of gamers have unlocked this. 
Oh, that's kind of neat. I thought that was super. Like the first time that popped up on my screen, I'm like, "The hell is this?" I'm like, "Oh, so most." And it's really neat the same way it is with Sony's. Like you can see, like for example, when I'm playing Darksiders, you can see the percentage of beat Tiamat, which is the first boss. Then you look at the achievement for beating the next boss. It has a lower percentage, and you can kind of see how many people actually don't finish the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So I, I like that stuff. I, I, you know, I work in data in my real life. So, like, that stuff really intrigues me. It's, it's really interesting and cool. I love stat tracking. Yeah. Like, the fact that now achievements have the little bar. So, like, when you're grinding for something, it fills up as you do it. And it fills up in real time. Like, that shit's awesome. It's so stupid, but it's awesome. <laughs> uh, Chandler writes in, says, Final Fantasy XV is soon, and my lust for it has made me bland. I want to play nothing else but that. So I end up staring at my Steam library. <laughs> I, I feel you, brother. I, I felt the same way. I have, like, World of Final Fantasy. I have all these other games that I can play. And I'm like, fuck, I just want to play Final Fantasy XV, man. Yeah, kind of get you just kind of get a little depressed, and you're like, oh, I just want that. It's the uh, it's the forbidden apple thing all over again. You just want the thing that you can't have right now, and it's like mm, it, it burns. I really burns. want this. I really want this to be a good Final Fantasy. This I, the, here's the thing: is like I really want to play that game, but I'm probably not going to pick it up till next year. Oh my god! Because I just like, the, dude, I don't have enough time to play the games I already have. I don't either, but it's Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, sometime next year, either I, probably February, I'll get that game for a discounted price. You will. Well, yeah, of course. Every every game, games in general, that's not like a Nintendo game goes on deep discount real fast nowadays. Yeah, I mean that. I mean that to me is fine. So yeah, I'll pick up. I'll pick it up for forty five bucks somewhere. But 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 Drew, how will we talk about that game proper in the game of the year discussion if you don't play the game and finish it? Dude, buddy. there's plenty. You ought to listen to. You were there last year. I I didn't play half the games that came out that year. <laughs> you got to fix that, man. You need to finish Doom. You gotta finish Xenogears, you know. You gotta, you gotta do all these other things. <laughs> you. Did you Fuck think you. I wasn't gonna mention Xenogears today, Drew? Did you think? You fool. That's what I thought. Uh, Nivek <laughs> tweets at us and says, "How good is South Park?" And I'm assuming he's referring to the episodes and their their current take on the world. Um. Which I have not caught up. I think I'm I haven't like either. Episode. Oh, I, I forget what the last one I saw was, but it's the one where they were trying to kill the member berries. Uh, so you're two episodes behind. Yeah, I'm about two episodes behind. Yeah. I've only seen this two episodes of this. Uh, the new new episode um, makes a final transition for Mr. Garrison. I wonder. I, I start to wonder. If they had, like, they've done this before where they were very current and they had Mm -hmm. two episodes filmed. They did that for Mitt Romney and Barack uh, Barack Obama's election as well, yeah. So I'm wondering if they have an episode that we will never see. I think that's very likely. Damn, I'd love to see them both. They they need to release something once they finish their run. Like, here are the episodes that we had, but we didn't air. I wonder if they come up in, like, like a Blu-ray special during their... uh... Like a deleted episode or something like that. I I feel like that's something that'd be really good to put on as a 
as an extra. South Park is one of the few things that I will watch all of the extras on, on a Blu-ray or whatever. Because it's just very interesting to see how those guys work. Uh, Shogun Respondent said, if you like the show, buy the freaking game. It's perfect and you'll be laughing the whole way. I'm assuming that he was referring South Park game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that first game is amazing. I hope the second game will be just as good or better. Uh, Creed's got a tweet at me and says, Go Texans! We'll see you, buddy. Tomorrow night. (laughs) Uh, Sean says, It amazes me Final Fantasy XV didn't drop uh, this coming week for Black Friday so people could play it during the holiday. Will hurt sales. I don't know if it'll hurt sales, but it hurts my feelings because I'd love to have had all four or five days. Yeah, that would have been a, that would have been a pretty good drop for sure. That'd have been a great weekend. That'd be a lot of kids locked up in their room playing that game instead Dude, of interacting with their family. I don't care. <laughs> I'd have been at Thanksgiving dinner with my family, like, eh, it's time to go. We need to go. You, you're not as cool as Noctis, so I'm going back to Final Fantasy yeah, 15. To go play see. this game some more. Um. Nivek responded and said, wondering if the deal where you get Stick of Truth for free with Fractured is still on. I don't know, since they that's delayed the question. game. I don't know. I think that's still available as a pre-order bonus, but I don't know if that's... I wonder if they're still going to start selling it in December like they were originally going to do. The remastered version or whatever. Hmm. I'm not sure, actually. Uh, Anthony says, I just bought a Samsung 4K SUHD HDR 1000. God damn, there's too many acronyms for TVs nowadays. <laughs> and I was wondering which console should I upgrade first? Um, I have a PS4 and an Xbox One, but they are both launch consoles. Or do you think I should wait it out and see what the Scorpio will bring to the table? Um, when is the Scorpio supposed to come out? It's in 2017. There's no date. We're assuming fall. Um, I will say that the Scorpio will be more powerful than the PS4 Pro, mm-hmm. but it, it still won't be doing native 4K 60 frames if that's what you're looking for. Well, that's not, yeah, that, neither one of them will. So, well, well, yeah, obviously the PS4 Pro doesn't because we have it now. But I'm talking about from a speculation standpoint. And when they were talking about, I think uh, Pactor was saying like, oh, if the, if the system is more than four hundred dollars, the system is you know dead on water. But I don't think that's true. I think the Scorpio can come out, launch at $500. And if the hardware is powerful enough, uh, I think it might still do okay. If they limit themselves to $400, you are going to get the same factor when you're going to be getting a semi-upgrade. And it won't be you know, enough of an investment for people to dive into. Um, but uh, also, uh, going back to the whole South Park Sick of Truth thing. Yeah, I'm actually looking at the Amazon store page right now. And if you buy it now, you get the digital code for Sick of Truth right away. Uh, so yeah, that's something. Cool. Yeah, I don't. I mean, truthfully, man, I don't. I don't know. I mean, <sighs> if both of your consoles are working fine, I don't see an issue to upgrade at all. Yeah, that, that's that's my thing. Is that uh, the best thing to do? Is if both of them are working fine, wait till the Scorpio comes out and then judge it by then. Yeah. Make your decision then. See if people are going to make games better for the Scorpio. Make your decision. I just, I, I'm sorry. I just don't, I just don't think it's worth. It's, it's. There's so many factors play into it, right? Like, like Ken said, does your two systems work well enough? Do you have a 4K TV HDR? Uh, well, he does. That's, that's why he just bought a 4K Super HD Samsung. 
Okay. That's why he's but, looking to upgrade. I mean, if you're looking for the Blu-ray specifically, buy an Xbox because the PS4 won't play them. But yeah, that's uh, that's the difference. Mm, I'm not I'm not sold on the difference maker. I mean, yeah, it certainly is better, and it is the best way you can play that kind of game. Mm-hmm. And if that matters to you, then yeah, go for it. It's, to me, it's not like four hundred dollars, or if you trade in your PS4, uh, you can get it for like two fifty or whatever. Yeah, uh, it's, it's not, not that, that big of an investment. Much. Yeah. So if that's okay, and if you understand what you're getting, don't just don't expect like a a gap between like a PS3 and PS4. It's no. not going to be that much of a difference. And it's most just going to be an upgrade in resolution. And, and most of the games aren't going to take advantage of it anyway. You've got a handful. You know, and with uh, Xbox, you're not going to get a ton either. I mean, it's yeah. just, you're just not. I mean, everything will be up-res to 4K, and sure, it will look better. But the question is, do you really need it right now? I mean, could you... Well, none of us really need video games, right? It's just a matter of how badly you want it. Well, the question uh, is, do you want, do you, like, if buying this system means you don't get to buy, like, the next five or six games, buy the next five or six games. Yeah, definitely. I think I think games are, because, man, whether you pick up a PS4 Pro or uh, a Scorpio, I don't think they're going to make it so that you can't play any, any game, or you can only play certain games on that device. So there's no no downfall, and waiting for waiting for technology that you don't need right away is always a smart choice. Because let's say Scorpio comes out, there's a good chance PS4 Pro is going to get a discount. Yeah, you know? I'd say PS4 Pro be down to 350 by the time Scorpio comes out. Yeah, probably or even less. Maybe I don't know. Maybe or maybe they'll have a crazy bundle thing or something like that with one of their new games. So waiting is not a bad idea if you're not dying for it right now. Uh, Plo617 says, I'm excited about the Switch, but might Nintendo be taking a huge risk by crowding their dedicated handheld market? Mm. We we covered this idea before about the whole cannibalizing the 3DS market, mm-hmm. but the good thing about the 3DS market right now is that they're not concerned about selling more 3DSs. There's enough of them out there on the market. and to the, So much to the point that Third-party support in general is already guaranteed for that device because of the massive installed base. So in that light, you don't have to worry about people picking up the 3DS over the Switch. That's not going to happen, I don't think. But that also comes down to the kind of the library of the Switch itself and the kind of games and experiences they will be offering. But I thought deeply about it uh, after we were talking about the Switch, and I think them having a 3DS and a Switch can work in that environment based on what they've already put out. Yeah. I I just feel like this doesn't compete with 3DS right now. Yeah. Um. You guys ever think about making a TV slash movie podcast? Rather enjoy when you talk about these subjects on this one. Um. I don't know if I can take another podcast under my belt. (laughs) Drew's like, I don't want to hang out with you motherfuckers anymore. Seriously. And he has a Samsung to worry about. <laughs> yeah, I gotta take care of my Samsung. Mm-hmm. No, very, I, very high maintenance. The um, I mean, I've talked about it a lot on Phoenix Downs whenever we do our animations and stuff like that. But um, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a suggestion. If you have not watched Black Mirror, you need to watch that. <laughs> yes. Oh my God! I mirrored that statement a hundredfold. That show that, is fantastic. That show is. Fucking horrible in some instances. Did you watch all the seasons? 
Drew? No, I just finished the Christmas episode. Oh, okay. So you're up to the new season now. Okay. Yeah. The new season's just as good, if not better. It's on my list. I haven't had a chance to what watch is it. Yet. What is it? It is basically an anthology series. So kind of like Twilight Zone, except this is all technology and slightly futuristic. I'm saying probably something that could possibly happen in the next 20 years. Um, the first episode of the first season actually feels like it could happen right now. Um, but it's all about a cautionary tale on technology. The, the thing about, I think one of the things that sets black mirror apart from all the other, a lot of the other sci-fi shows that I've watched is that, you know, these straight to TV, straight to like Blu-ray kind of sci-fi shows, Always have like a low budget and their effects are really terrible and everything. Black Mirror has fantastic special effects. Like these effects can go onto like a movie screen and they'd still be perfectly fine. So yeah. their budget is really good. Their acting, uh, their cast is always very, very talented. And the stories that they tell mirror some of the, my favorite episodes in like the Twilight Zone. And what was the other one that's kind of like Twilight Zone? But, uh, Outer Limits. Outer, outer limit. Yeah, Outer Limits. limits. Yeah, yeah. It really mirrors those kind of experiences and storylines that they tell. And uh, it's just basically for, like Outer Limits, Twilight Zone for the new age. Yeah. And it, it touches upon a lot of the subject matters, like our obsession with social media, our political landscape, uh, and all this other stuff that we always think about. And they present them in a new light, the kind of equally horrifying as it is entertaining. I can't recommend that show enough. It's it's just one of my favorite shows that come out uh, in the recent years. But it, it's it's most certainly a, more adult than any of those other oh, yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah. There's there's you know a good amount of sex. I was gonna there's say he wants of, to say there's some fucking in it. There, there's some fucking <laughs> in it. Um, and the, but the, one of the cool things is, and it's something you don't see much anymore. Every single episode is a different story. Yep, in a different world, even. Um, there's every once in a while you'll see something that like hints at this may be in another world from a from another episode, but it's God that 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 show like <laughs> I have a girlfriend watch an episode with me and she's like I don't want to watch this anymore. Really? Like, yeah, oh yeah, well, not because she not because it was she thought it was bad, but because of just how kind of disturbing it was yeah some of the episodes are really disturbing and yeah. the best best thing it's on netflix man if you got netflix you can watch it right now yep I'm not stopping you it's i can't show. i can't suggest that show enough all right um his next tweet says i want you guys to use all of your industry influence to get ea to make a new fight night i know you can do it you have way more faith in us than we have in ourselves yeah i'd love to have fight that night. too but i have no That's... faith you know, speaking of fighting in EA games, you know I'd like. No, like they're new, not going to make a new Def Jam. Damn it! That's what I wanted. <laughs> Nip that in the bud. I, I absolutely love that series. Who's the new? I'd hot much rather Aki go back to making wrestling games. Who's Shoot the, K in the face. Who's from the new hotness in rap music that would be in Def Jam? I don't follow the rap yeah. music. Let's get Kanye in there. Drake. Have Kanye fight himself. Have Kanye fight himself. <laughs> Who would win that fight? <laughs> He's a lyrical genius. They would it both win. It would be a draw. What they needed is put Dylon in there. 
Dude, that'd be so great if they had a Def Jam game with Dylan in it, and one of his special moves was he would literally spit fire out of his mouth. He spit hot fire. Can he be in Shaq Fu 2? Sure. Because Shaq Fu 2 is coming Shaq out. Shaq Fu 2 is real, isn't it? It's a real game. It's coming out. Holy shit, that's a real game. It's a beat-em-up, though. It's not a fighting game. Don't matter. It's a real game. Mm-hmm. Uh, what developer would, uh, what developer would, that you like, I, I'm trying to, it's worded weird, what developer what you like to tackle, would you like to tackle a pre-established franchise not of their own creation, and what franchise would it be? So, uh, a developer taking on someone else's project, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I've always said I would love to see Bethesda take on a Final Fantasy game, and I'd love to see Square Enix take on a Elder Scrolls game. I'd much rather see <laughs> CD Projekt Red take on a Final Fantasy game. They just make The I, Witcher I again. <laughs> I'm yeah. okay with that, Drew. It would be it would be Geralt and Rivia with spiky hair. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay with all yeah. of this. Yep, I'd like yeah. I'd like CD Projekt Red to make everything. <laughs> Just every they're, game. They're pretty good. They're working they're on the next good. Mortal Kombat, you know. <laughs> next Gran Turismo by CD Projekt Red. Wow, I don't... I, don't mm. I, I want a Zone of the Enders game made by the people that do the... Uh, made by people that do Monster Hunter. Yeah, oh God. and make it Monster Hunter related. Oh god! No, not 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 in that way. Because Monster Hunter has a certain element to it, like this, like weight on how your control, uh, how your character controls. There's a certain heft to them, right? Right. And I feel like the, if they can implement that to a mech in space and make every single sh- shot of your laser gun or your every single slice of your fucking was it arm blade and stuff like that into something that really feels good to play with, I think that'd be fucking amazing. Yeah, here's one for you. Yeah, I want NetherRealm to make Ultimate Marvel Capcom Four, <laughs> or just have them make you know, um, fucking Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter. Nah, I want a Marvel Talities, game. Everybody. I want a Marvel game. It's like they do Injustice, make a Marvel game. What? We'll just make a Marvel Plus. versus DC game. Oh my god! Marvel yeah, versus awesome. DC. You know how awesome mm, that would yeah. be. That would know? be pretty fucking great. That would be the best thing ever. Oh, but only Every, if NetherRealm... Everyone made it. loses to Superman, though, because he's top tier. No, you gotta, you gotta know. Superman was, was, was top tier in Injustice, but he was not the best. Oh, I can't wait for Injustice 2. He's been teasing a lot lately on Twitter. I need some more characters! When's that due in 2017? It just says spring, so I'm assuming May. Right. That's usually when their games come out. I'm I'm excited to play through that storyline, man. I'm excited to get all that loot, boy. <laughs> it's fucking loot. It's like endless. Do you know? Do you realize that I now have no excuse not to play another game next year? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, last few tweets coming from Dustin. The first one is very angry. Ooh. It says Greg Miller. I hate that guy. <laughs> okay. Yep. We talked about. Uh, them them guys last week. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I I don't know the people, so I can't possibly hate them. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know him personally. Yeah, I don't know what 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 were we talking about? We talked about the kind of oh, funny oh. guys last week. Oh, I wasn't here last week. I don't think. Uh, was I? Were you? I don't think I was. <laughs> I 
<laughs> you uh, know you, it's you bad are, you are when you can't even remember if you were here last week. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was not here last week. No, it was just me, Jay, and John last week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, we talked about uh, the kind of funny guys not reviewing the PS4 Pro because they didn't get sent one. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I think that's where the conversation started, right? Uh, probably. It feels like we're talking about like YouTube celebrities, and I didn't know who people, Greg was. And people are not people are not happy about that for, well, because they should have spent four hundred dollars to review it. Well, when they make you know half a million dollars a year off of users who want to see their content, I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I mean, I, I mean, I feel like that's only fair. I mean, we cover everything that gets sent to us because, oh, I don't know, because we make no money every year. Yeah, but we cover stuff that gets sent to us. Exactly. We don't make a half a million dollars a year. If I made half a million dollars a year, dude, I'd buy y'all PS4 Pros. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) What you're saying is my PS4 Pro is in the mail, right, Ken? Yeah, because I made that half a million dollars this year. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I sent Drew a new Samsung. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Ken. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, uh, it was just a conversation about how, you know, when you're when you're asking the users for something, you shouldn't shortchange them because they're the one paying for your content anyway. Which is what they do. True, they use Patreon to pay them for their content, and they're refusing to do content because they didn't get sent something. Mm, well, like people like Sterling, uh, Jim Sterling, uses the Patreon money to buy games because he's blacklisted by so many people, doesn't he? <laughs> So he just he has to buy the games on launch, and then people will wait for them to, uh, which is good. I think that's a good way to do very unbiased, and you you can't you can't say that someone has greasy hands when they're not getting anything from the publishers, right? So I kind of like that idea. You just get the content out late, and if their fan base is okay with that, I think that's cool. I think that's what Total Biscuit does as well. I think mostly. Yeah, uh, but there there's a fine line between being super cynical and being you know. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, we know where your characters come from. You don't have to be a total dick. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, his next tweet says, Darkest Dungeon is a great game, probably in my top ten this year. It's. I agree that it's a really good game. I just am not a big fan of that RNG element of it. But it's, it's really cool, though. Um, Nintendo needs to stock their shit according to demand. <laughs> Brother, that is never going to oh, happen. Oh, yeah, the classic thing, yeah. That thing, <sighs> you remember everybody asking us before it came out, why would anybody want that? You know, I'll just, and I forgot to talk about this during my, my fondling, but they sent me one of those retro bit generation things, which has like 90 classic arcade games. And on the surface, this thing sounds amazing. It's got like Captain Commando, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, um... You know, some really great arcade games that are on this collection. But dude, the emulation on it is shit. Like, the the interface is shit. Like, there are so many things about this that are just garbage. And if you compare it to the NES Classic... Like, the NES Classic is, like, fucking top tier in design. Like, it's beautiful. Right. So... That's why people want the Nintendo one. It's not that they can't get these games other places. They can't get this quality other places. Yeah, that and also I think obviously Nintendo games demand more respect, you know? Well, of Especially course those they classics. Do. Of course they do. And the 30 that they put on there are pretty damn good games. Yeah, they, they, pick, they pick good games for that. Um, it's, to me, 
when I was being doubtful of the thing, I wasn't doubting the fact that people want it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, people are gonna want it. But from you know, I I I come from a very specific point of view, where you know I have access to all these things, and I know what they could do with this idea, and it could be just so good. It could be one of the most one of the most amazing devices they could put out. It could be an anthology of basically every NES game published and owned by Nintendo. Just on one device instead of the 30. And they could have done so much more by adding SNES and all this other stuff. It was, it was all plausible possible, but they chose not to. And at the same time, people didn't care about that. People were only looking at the side that like, well, you know, you get 30 games, that's good enough. And I get I get the sentiment, but I feel like I still felt like we should have been we should have been wanting more. We should have been asking for more. It was my idea. But hey, man, people are enjoying it. People are picking it up. Like, don't don't buy it for like two hundred. No, 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 no! Don't be stupid. <laughs> don't buy that crap on eBay. Someone bought one for eight thousand eight hundred dollars, Ken. That's the record. Okay, for you the, need to be the taken out. One. Beaten. Like, donate that money. Yeah, a good like, cause. $8,000. What's the markup on that for a $60 device? <laughs> so, yeah, do, do the math. You know, I'm, I'm the token Asian, but I'm not going to do the math. I'm not doing the math. Are you crazy? I'm not mad. Do the math. Yeah. It's too Drew, damn Drew, much. Drew, do the math. Captain the math Google drill. it. <laughs> Captain Google the math. Well, all you got to do is put into Google 8,000 divided by... 600%. Six, yeah, there you go. See? He Wait, Googled that doesn't it. sound right. What? No, that's not right. <laughs> that's, that didn't that, sound right. That that would be um God, eight thousand dollars? Eight thousand eight hundred dollars for a sixty dollar device. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's uh I understand there are a lot it, of It's a fuck ton there. of markup. I mean that's that's stupid. Yeah. Whoever yeah. did that's an idiot. You're a moron. Yes. So yeah, don't do that. Just there's uh you know there's outlets that are putting it up on sale every day. Uh, there's a couple of stock that they get in, they put it up, and I guarantee you, if you really want it, you will have one before the end of November if you're still looking for one. So don't don't be don't be hasty. Just just wait for it. Sixty dollars is the right price for that device. Just just wait. And don't worry, Jay. You'll get more. There'll be more of these. <sighs> Super Nintendo okay. version coming next year. Okay, Nate. I wonder. I wonder if they're gonna still have that fucking cord for people that work at Walmart. Yeah, I, I that cord was my only knock on that thing. Uh, Dustin also says can't effing wait for Final Fantasy 15. I'm really excited. Yes. And his last tweet just says December 7th. Make it happen. I... Oh. Last Last Guardian, I believe. Oh. Huh. That's just that's I, just a weird I, I tweet. Think. December seventh, make it happen. Well, maybe he's worried about like a potential delay or something like that. Oh, I, the, the Last Guardian? Nah, nah, it's not possible. I'm pretty sure that there's a copy already out. Jeff Keeley, Keeley got one. Okay, so I'm pretty sure it's real, unless that was just a fake box. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, uh, they it, it has gone gold. People have it. It just uh, it should be coming out to like reviewers and stuff like that eventually. I hope, but. Uh, <laughs> It's just I don't know. I I I'm I expect a lot, but at the same time I'm keeping a really open mind. I was gonna say you really probably shouldn't expect a lot. I, well, I I played Ico, I played Shadow of the Clauses. Those two games are some of my favorite games in the PS two generation, so yeah, expectations are high. But we'll see. We'll see. I'll be very interested to see what 
happens around that game when it comes out. PS4 fans are are not very forgiving, it seems. They rallied um, uh they rallied pretty hard around No Man's Sky. Oh, they did. They did. I I can't imagine the Last Guardian being as, as No, no, bad. no, like, but, what, but what the did vocal they think about the the vocal part the vocal portion is the 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 worst part. So I agree, but the problem with the last, uh, I mean, the uh, problem with the No Man's Sky is that the developers, he lied. He lied about a lot of things about that game, about what you could do and what you could, could you couldn't do. Well, and truth they be didn't... told, the last Guardian developers lied about 600 times when it was coming out. Well, the whole release date, but I'm talking about the content of the game. I know, right? I know. I'm just... So I think, I think that's a big difference. I think people are going to go into this game not knowing much because obviously they haven't told much about the game itself and the gameplay. And that's good. That's going to benefit the game overall. Oh, we'll see. I like I said, I'll be very interested to see how it pans out. Because by the time that comes out, I'll be balls deep in Final Fantasy 15 and probably playing a little Dead Rising 4, and I'll be happy. All right. Uh, but that's it. If you want to shoot us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd dot com. Uh, everybody on the show is left except for Drew and Jay. So if you want to tweet at anybody, John is at John W U K. Uh, Ryan is at R. Wombold. Drew is at DML Fury, and Jay is at Bottomside Jay. You can follow me and the site at ZTGD, and check out Phoenix Down, who is in the midst of Mass Effect right now. Yep. Uh, those are up on Friday. Uh, I've actually changed my um, Twitter handle to I have a Samsung. So <laughs> if you have any messages, just send it to I am a Samsung. I thought it so was going to be finish twelve point seven. Oh well, that's my side account. That's uh-huh. been around for a long time. I just started a new one. I have a Samsung, so just send your messages to that. I have a Samsung. You know what? I yep. want to know if that Twitter exists. I'm going to find out <laughs> right now. Hold on. Uh, I have a Samsung. I have a Samsung. Yes. Has two followers. That's me, baby. Because you're the, your, <laughs> name, your name is Kelly May. Yes. Yep. That's one of my many names. You're following one person, and you have two followers, and your picture is an egg. Yep. Okay. So, so you know, go ahead and send my send the message. Great. There. Now we've ruined that person's Twitter account somehow. <laughs> it's not a person, man. It's got to be a bot. Yeah, it's got to be a bot. Uh, but that's it for this week. Uh, everybody, enjoy your long weekend. Enjoy your turkey, as we white people like to eat it. Gobble gobble. We like our turkey. In our very racist holiday, is that would Thanksgiving be considered the racist of all holidays? It has to be, right? Uh, maybe it is basically celebrating taking the over slaughter of indigenous people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if the pilgrims did that. No, no, no. It was the guys that came after the. Pilgrims. Well, it was partly the pilgrims because we just brought all the disease that they didn't know about. Yeah, you know, that's too. We shared that along with our corn on the cob. You know, inadvertently. Yes, I understand, but it was not. It was not on purpose. Okay, I get that. It's just white people doing white people things. So what are you going to do? They, they're incorrigible. <laughs> I'm not, um, I'm not. I hate to say it manifest destiny. I'm oh, sorry. Mm, you're right. You're right. That's cool. If we can see it, it's ours. Fucking right. Uh, speaking of which, um, football's on. So... <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt. Look him up. Sip six. Okay. There we go. Uh, but that's it for this week. Uh, since Jason is not here, Drew has officially, um, this, oh God, volunteered to do the gobble, the the turkluckin', so to speak. 
True. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to do this. So. Working a Why gobble? did you volunteer if you don't know how to do it? You should have been playing okay. this for the past two and a half hours. What are you I know. I should have been practicing. I'll tell you what. I'll do my best. I'm winging it just like the turkey. You ready? Yep. All right. And it goes something like this.